Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Rude and sexy! Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Mrs. Pagot would be very disappointed to find out how your professional life went. She's like, yeah, he works with this idiot named T-Bone, and I don't know. Plays fart what, noises on what are the they, radio. What are they doing? For thousands of people. <laughs> like, he never learned. He's still just hanging out with the idiots. How'd that happen? Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sorry, Shavaka do. You want a shot? The guy is drunk. Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We got a big show today. The big one. All the news and notes you need as we go inside the NFL at 348. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. In the 4 o'clock hour. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What's the game, Boner? Well, man, today we're going to play a game I've been playing for the better part of the last six months. And if I'm honest, I've been playing it for better part of my adult life. And that is the calorie game. I'm going to give you two fast food meals. You got to tell me which one has more calories. Just based off the items included in the meal. I think I'm going to be pretty good at this. Okay. Because we'll I do. Am, I'm playing the calorie game yeah. right now. Yeah. But I'm eating as many calories as I can. <laughs> right. I understand there are some people whose goals may be to gain weight because, you know, maybe you're a little underweight. We had, we've what had, a goal. <laughs> right. I, 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 every time I hear about that, if I have trouble putting weight on, I, I remember that is back the ultimate in the day, must be nice. We had uh, Tony Castricone worked at this radio station. Long time ago. What's Tony doing now, Teddy? He's, he's doing, doing play by play. The voice of the Washington Huskies. That's right. Okay, that's right. Go. So he's he's moved on, but he was always a very slender guy. I assume he's still a slender guy. Haven't seen him in years. But he used to walk around eating peanut butter out of the jar, trying to gain weight. And he's one of these guys where you ask him, like, hey man, how's it going? And all you're looking for in return is a superficial answer. Because it's yeah. a superficial question. Good. Hey, man, good. good. How's it going with you? Good. All right, let's go on our way. But you say, hey, Tony, how's it going? And then he would stop and tell you everything that's going on in his life. Got it. Well, my girlfriend left me, and I'm trying to gain weight, and I can't do it, and I don't know what to do. Shut up. I had a jelly bean. I gained five pounds. Shut your mouth. The gaining weight part. And I admit, I, I, I don't understand that because I've never had that problem. I've always had the problem of having too much weight, but... I don't doubt there are people that it is a true struggle for, and I'm not trying to minimize that. What I am saying is, if someone's like, yeah, man, I'm on a diet, I'm trying to lose weight, trying to get this weight off because I've had it for 20 years, it's kind of a difficult thing, I want to move on with that, and then you come in with like, yeah, man, I know exactly how you feel. I'm eating peanut butter left and right because I'm trying to gain 10 pounds for beach body season. Like, Calm down about that because that may not be quite the same thing is what I'm saying. I know you want a different looking body too, it's a little, there's levels to it, right? Like it's harder, it's hard to put weight on. I don't doubt that if you're a skinny person, you want to build muscle. When someone is like, I can't safely fly on an airplane without 
buying need, two seats. I need an extender that's for the slight, seat belt. That's a different level is all I'm saying, right? Like, you can still fly even if you don't put on the 10 pounds of muscle you want. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, game show, 534. All right, calorie game coming up. It was simply a formality, but the OSU Michigan kick time has officially been announced for noon on November 26th. So we, we got that. We also got Bucks and Notre Dame. We knew this was going to be a night game. We got that confirmed today. 7.30 on ESPN for Buckeyes and Notre Dame. Yeah, it doesn't sound... I mean, we, we know that's how this is going to go, at least for Ohio State and Michigan. It, it should be a game that is at noon. There should never be any question about that. In my opinion, I, as much as... I know there's a lot of things that can change in college football, but if you ask me what would I like to see not change, it would be Ohio State-Michigan. I want it to be the last regular season game. I want it to be at noon. On Saturday, obviously, like all that. That's that's easy for me. That's one want of my favorite things. Black Friday game? Nope. nope. Don't need. I have no interest don't in that. It. Don't need it. Don't want to see it on Thanksgiving Day. Don't right. want to see it. No, no. I don't want to see it in the middle of the season. I just want to see that stay where it is. So I'm glad it did what we all thought it would do and stayed where it is. All of our classy hosts today... Rothman, Timmy Hall, who else is out there? Beamer was out there. Beamer left Beamer's right after out his there. show. Yeah. Skip's out there, I think, Skip. too. Skip, Skip Mossick. Skip. Uh, Scotty Vegas, I'm sure, is out there, even though he's not really a host. I mean, he does He does host He things. does host shows yeah. now. Yeah. He does I'm sure he's stuff. out there. All playing golf at Mirfield Village today. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, it's media, media day. day. Right. We also had some commitments today. Our guy committing to the memorial today. It's a big day whenever this happens. Update. Cooch! Cooch committed today. Uh, who else committed today? And what, what year is Cooch the defending champion of? What year was he the 2013. champion? 2013. Which I just want to point out for those who may not know the backstory on the, uh, the Cooch stuff. That is, we know, eight years ago, around this here time, that's when we came up with the cooch joke. It was in response to a boss we used to have here who did not like the fact that Matt Coocher's nickname is Cooch. Well, he he, he sat us down mm-hmm. one day. Yeah. And uh, I like this music just playing, too. It's great. He it said, uh, hey, you guys may not know this. And he was he was dead serious, too. Sat us down like we were one of the Cosby kids. Yeah. Said, you guys may not know this, but Cooch doesn't just mean Cooch. But I know, it's not I just know, a golfer's right, nickname. I, I think you you think it's just this golfer's nickname, but let me tell you, I've got a little bit more life experience than you guys. <laughs> I've been around the block, and so I know what Cooch means. And you know, you, and I we're, didn't all, even, we're all like sitting there just going, "Please don't well, explain anymore," because we already know we know what it is. We're all aware of no, that. No, you and I didn't miss a beat though, because you and I just pleaded ignorance on the whole thing. Well, true enough. Well, we but said, like, I, I don't yeah. know what you're talking about, String Bean, but that's his nickname. We're just saying his nickname. Well, and and we were also. I mean, I was defending it a little bit too because he was also telling like the update host, like, "Don't call him Cooch," because it was. It was a tournament update where they're saying, like, all right, Matt Cooch is out there right now. Cooch is in the lead, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's his nickname. That's what people call him. It's mm-hmm. it's a known thing. And it w- also, it's a known thing that if you tell us we can't do something, we're going to we lean work into extra it. hard to continue to do it. I don't know if people know what song that is that's on that little intro. That is a song by Jason Derulo that is called Talk Dirty to Me. Matt Cooch update. 
I mean, there's a reason we picked this song for that thing. Ouch! Right. We, we <laughs> left that out to dry there. It's not uh, poison? <laughs> no, it's not poison. Talk dirty to me? No. No? No. But that's what that's part of why we did it, because we were told, oh, don't say cooch. So we said, guess what we're doing? We're doing a Matt Cooch update. Who else committed today, Teddy? Somebody else did. Was it Rory? Uh, yeah, I think that's right. That he was he was on the email I saw. Okay, yeah, then yes. <laughs> you you sent an email to me. Yeah, I saw Cooch and, and yeah, the other names all, I really didn't that's care about. Like, that's all I care about, man. They, they, I saw Cooch in the email. I forwarded right along to everybody I know. The big names always show up to this event for the most part. So, yeah. yeah. Is there, was there any concern of that, though, just because the U.S. Open being so close to it? Was there any no. doubt that that would be still the case? No. I figured not. Yeah. Yeah, the, the big guys show up to this tournament because they Phil, respect Jack. Phil will be there. <laughs> Phil will. <laughs> Phil, I don't think, has made a decision yet. <laughs> you know what? If he does show up, what a story that'll be. Well, I assume he's not going to show yeah. up just because of what Jack said yesterday. Yeah. You, would think, said, yeah. you would hey, think not. Saudis offered me $100 million, and I told him to take a hike. Now, is Phil going to show up to play in Jack's tournament? Yeah. Well, Phil never really liked playing in this tournament either just because the, the golf course didn't it never set up well for him he just never played it's well a new golf course here, now so he just probably wouldn't play it you know just because of that they ripped the whole thing up it's a brand new course hey man all i know is phil's gonna go to live he's gonna go make bunches of money he's gonna make us all eat our words he is just like those uh right. those dudes who are buying you know teenage mutant ninja turtle coin and trading that like that was the next hot thing right like maybe 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 the new hotness is the new hotness, or maybe, maybe we should all pause and be a little concerned. I was, uh, I was watching all. the BBC News this morning. Was the Queen on In- there? Internet, she was. Oh, how's she doing? Uh, the Queen showed up to uh, a subway line being named after her. That's great. I'm glad they're still. Hey, hello. The sandwiches are still popular over there. That's good to know. I'm glad. The <laughs> tube. The you, you know oh, what I mean, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> The underground train. Some teriyaki sweet onion yeah, that's what <laughs> Yeah. Yummy. So she showed up sort of unannounced and surprised people. Okay. Yeah, because there were concerns about her not being out in I public mean, she recently. Looks, she looks very old, as she is. She is very old. I, right. I know. And she looks very old mm-hmm. now. But at least yeah. she was out today. But I was watching the, the BBC News this morning, and they were talking about this. They were talking about some of these you know, digital tokens and coins crapping out in value yeah it's horrible and people have lost everything and i I don't want to make light of that but you know it was you had the british anchors like let's go to one of the big investors of uh blue jackets coin or whatever whatever it was called (laughs) right there's one of these coins bunch of them that lost everything it's gone and it was essentially was let's go to um this man's name is chewy and he's from his mother's basement right now. And then he was in his room. Right. But it was just some, you know, guy who looks like a roadie for POD. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just, oh, he's there and he's got posters up on the wall. I get what you're saying. And his is the ceiling of his room has been painted like the night sky. Yeah. Where he's got little stick and glow stick up things in there. What and you're saying is this guy helped load in at Ozfest and now he was set to become the world's next billionaire until he wasn't. That's yes. what you're saying. My point is I'm sure there's a lot of, you know, professional looking people that also owned this coin mm-hmm. that lost everything. But yeah. they decided they're going to lean into Chewy. Yeah, the average person. 
the like the regular old person that's going to go do that. Now, I have sympathy for the people who lost it all, who genuinely were just not very sophisticated investors who believed what some of these other sophisticated people were saying. But if you had like nine discords trying to get everyone to buy the thing and then you led all these people into it without really knowing what you were doing, you I don't have as much sympathy for. That that person I don't feel as bad for. Uh, PJ Championship this weekend. Tiger is being paired with Rory McIlroy and Jordan Spieth. Spieth! You're going to blow out a capillary or something doing that. First two rounds of the PGA Championship. Tiger, Rory, and Spieth! Same group? Same all, group. All together? All together. Oh, boy. Teddy, pick a winner. PGA Championship. Not out of that pairing. Or you can if you want. Well, I tell you what, there's a guy out there who needs this uh, championship to complete the Grand Slam, and only six guys in the history have done that. The Grand Slam is winning the four major tournaments, and that would be our guy, Jordan Spieth. How do you, how do you say it? Jordan Spieth! I think he's going to win. He's been on a roll. He's uh, His last two outings, he's had a first and a second, so I'm going with Jordan Spieth! I'll tell you right now. If I'm tooling around in Dublin next week and I, you know, I'm at, I don't know, some grocery store and I see a guy who I'm pretty sure is Jordan Spieth, I'm going to walk up to that man and not even say anything other than Spieth. And then just like, he's going to look at me and I'm going to be like, bye. I had to do that. And then I'm going to leave and I'm never, and then I'm never going to go back to that store again. Uh, Baker may make things super uncomfortable. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Southbound 71, we're looking at a crash that's blocking the right shoulder at 17th Avenue, but at this time, everything else is flowing pretty smoothly. This report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give them a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. No filler guests, no intelligence, and most of the time, no sports. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. Ian Rappaport was on the Pat McAfee show, All right, and he was talking about Baker Mayfield, and he says that he thinks Baker Mayfield will show up to training camp. Oh. He says he's got to be at training camp. Training camp would be awkward. I'm sure he will show up. It's all awkward. I think in the end, they can come up with some sort of situation that both sides agree with, but it's going to be weird until they get to that point. Well, you know what would be a good situation that both sides would agree with? Cutting him. Yeah, moving on. Every I think every I think he would be rooting to be cut at this point. 
Not that he wants to lose out on $18 million. Well, I guess he wouldn't, right? He wouldn't lose out on $18 18 million. million. They just have to eat it. He's getting paid, and he'll get an opportunity someplace else. I know everybody says there's no market for Baker Mayfield. He hits the open market, and you watch there be a market for him. Yeah, I, I... I don't understand, other than, yes, the Browns don't want to lose $18 million, But well, that, What are we talking that argument, about here? here here's, what I, here's what bugs me about that argument. They're, they went out and set the market, the Browns did, for now the most guaranteed money ever given to a player in the NFL. They chose to do that. To then come back and say, well, we can't fix the other half of that situation because we don't want to just give up on $18 million. We got invested in Baker Mayfield. What are you talking about? You structured the contract this year to be only a $1 million hit for Deshaun Watson, which is a thing you do with a lot of guys, apparently, but you did that. So you've got the money to do it either way, but you are the ones who chose to go pay a quarterback the most money we've ever seen guaranteed money for anyone in the NFL. You chose to do that. So now you can't come back and say, oh, it's really expensive to fix this Baker situation. No, it's not. You cut him, you pay that man his money, and you never think about Baker Mayfield again until he lands on a team that goes and inevitably beats you because that's just how things work in Cleveland. But you got to get past that. You cannot have this guy showing up at training camp. You cannot have him hanging around the facility, not because he doesn't deserve to be there or anything like that. You have made your bed when you said we need to get an adult to run to play quarterback at this team. You cannot have this guy be hanging around this long. It's ridiculous. You be adults, too. You be adults, realize you have an issue, get rid of the issue. Now, we'll see if Deshaun Watson works out for you. Right. And he, he lives up to that contract, and he's able to play the amount of games this season you need him to play for this team to be successful. But you can eliminate one problem right now by just cutting bait and eating $19 million. And let's stop talking about $19 million like it matters that much for a family that owns a professional football team and a soccer team and where big-time quarterbacks are making three times that amount of money. Three times. I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's it's beyond that. It's, it's well, for the season, I oh, mean. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, here's the other, I guess, thing that I, I am trying to remind myself of is it is still very early as much as it's late because you had the draft and you had all these other opportunities to get rid of this guy. It is still plenty of time before training camp starts. So there is a possibility they are going to just eventually move on from him. Well, then what are you waiting on? I Let's go. Get I the don't know. Off. I don't know. But what I'm saying is if they if they do it now or do it, you know, July 4th, <laughs> just to pick a random date in the summer. Does that ultimately change anything for the Browns at this point? No. Does it change things for Baker Mayfield? Yeah, because now you have less time to go find a team. But overall, I think the teams that are waiting for him to get cut know where he is and know when he's. Whenever that happens, they're going to be ready to give him a call. But yeah, I, I think honestly at this point, there's no onus on Baker Mayfield. If I'm Baker Mayfield, I'm not. I've seen Florio and others say like he should just go take less. Why? They will give him all of this money. They have to. Why Why would he take less money to get out of the situation so he can go earn a spot? He didn't ask for any of this. As much as I'm not a fan of Baker Mayfield's, and I don't think he handled things the right way last year by trying to play through all these injuries that clearly didn't help him or the team to do so. I don't know what he... Why would he walk in there and say, please give me less money so you can find an easier trade partner with me? Or for the team. I would rather, if I'm him, say, I want every bit of this money, and if you don't want to cut me, I will be glad to show up at training camp, 
And if you're going to find me for showing up at training camp, I'm going to talk to the Players Association and ask them, what the hell kind of backwards world am I living in where I show up to do my job and you start docking me pay? Like, I would I would say, I'm owed this money. I want to come play quarterback for you. I'm here. I'm ready to go. Make it happen. Force their hand to say, fine, we don't want that situation. We're going to cut you. I would not ask for a dime less than the money you're owed, Baker Mayfield. Saints quarterback Jameis Winston says that he is ready to go. He He hurt his knee on Halloween last year, was out for the rest of the season, but the Saints, like him, they brought him back. Here's what Jameis Winston said about his injury and his rehab and where he's at now. I just got hungrier. I got hungrier because now it's just an admiration and a passion I got for the game. But the hunger I had to be back out there with my teammates. As a kid, my passion was always football, but being taken away from the game... I realized that my passion was playing football. I just missed playing football, being with my teammates, game planning, just attacking the field with them. This was the first time in my life where when I first got to the Saints, I got a chance to sit behind Drew, took everything slowly, but this was the first time I was not in the building. I was really removed from it. He says he's prepared, he's ready to go, and that's great. Look, maybe Jameis Winston, this is the year he puts it all together where, yes, he had the the year where he led the league in passing yards. He also, that year, led the league in interceptions. And it seems like there's always people that point to Jameis Winston saying, this guy's got it. He's going to get it this year. These are the same people pointing at Ryan Fitzpatrick every single year, saying, this guy's got it. He's going to get it this year. There are some guys that in the key moments will just make that big mistake. Jameis Winston, I think, is one of those guys. Ryan Fitzpatrick, for most of his career, was one of those guys. I think Carson Wentz is one of those guys now, where they can look excellent for three and a half quarters. Something is going to happen throughout the course of the game that makes you scratch your head, and you say, what are we doing with this guy? And I think Jameis Winston's that guy. He can talk about how hungry he is all he wants and how hard he worked. The reality is, I don't think he has the ability to be a top 10 quarterback in this league. No, I I, I don't think those... I don't think that's likely to happen either. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that he can't have an improved season though, right? Improved meaning well, look at all the weapons around him. He should, thought, right. he should have an improved season. I'm not even talking about his final numbers. The reality is the weapons that he has should make it something where this offense should allow for plenty of openings for NFL quarterbacks to find. I am not saying guys are going to be wide ass open as we've heard Bruce Arians say over the years. But I do think you will find that if you're a decent quarterback playing with all that talent and all the you know offensive coaching that you get there, or you should be getting there you know, under previous regimes, we'll see if that stays now that they have a new head coach. But if, if you're able to play with that talent level around you, then I think you you would be able, if you're a decent quarterback, to find the openings and make some throws. Does that mean you set the league on fire with yardage and touchdown records? No, but it might mean a few of those games where you said, Mike, he does some head-scratchingly bad things. You go, why did he throw that pass? Maybe there's just less opportunities for him to make those bad passes because there's more guys that are open from an NFL standpoint. I'm, again, saying NFL open, not wide open. Hopefully he's able to do that uh, for the Saints. That's what they're banking on, but I just, I'm, I'm with you. I'm skeptical that it's going to happen, but this, if he's ever going to be successful, you'd think it'd this be in this it. offense. One of the greatest players of all time could be coming to Columbus next year. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Look out for a crash on the right shoulder, southbound 71 at 17th Avenue, and you have a stalled vehicle on the entrance ramp to northbound 71 from 17th Avenue. This report is paid for by NHTSA. No one close to you should have to endure the dreaded knock on the door from a police officer who must tell you that your loved one, that you were killed in a car crash because you weren't wearing your seatbelt. So please, don't risk it. And remember, click it or ticket, paid for by NHTSA. I'm Chris Harden for 97.5, not 97.1, the fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Off Topic is on brand. This is Man and Bone. Hello. Inside the NFL coming up at 348. Rapid fire, 4 o'clock hour. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What's the game, Boner? They were playing the calorie game. I'm going to give you two fast food meals that I, some of which I just made up, some of which are actual meals you can get. Tell me which one has more calories. I was talking to the uh, the big boss here at the radio station today, the Platinum Fox. Yeah. We were discussing sports gambling in the state of Ohio. Mm-hmm. Because he's got his ear to the ground. Oh, ear to the ground, huh? And I said, what's going on, big man? When's it going to start up? He said he's hearing October. Oh, please. So let's Let it go. happen. Let's get some stuff going for football season. I mean, my goodness, right? If you can't get it done before football season. Should have been done already. What are we talking? Like, do they not know football kind of a popular thing everywhere, especially the state of Ohio? How? how I'm trying to buy my well, it should have. Sh- first of all, like how- it should have been done for the NCAA tournament. Well, right. Should have been done for that. How do the state legislature, like whoever's involved in the state legislature who has to deal with this, how is it not like priority, like as high as any priority you have? I guess it shouldn't be number one because you have a few other issues you got to deal with too, right? But I'm going to say number one. Well, I'm going to say sports gambling and then baby formula. Well, I don't know how much they have to do with the baby formula thing, but I'm just saying like from the state government side of things, the amount of money you stand to lose out on from people who just want to play this thing and do this thing i don't look at the numbers around the country you roll this out and all of a sudden millions and millions of dollars start flowing in in tax revenue to help you fix some of the other issues going on in this state maybe maybe that's a priority to get some of that cash flow coming in and then go on fixing all the other problems too i'm not saying this because i'm a big sports fan i like the sports gamble I, I mean, I enjoy all that stuff, but I don't understand why they don't want to do this sooner i saw this story today more than 4.6 million women Join sports betting apps in 2021, according to Global Wireless Solutions, and female user rates grew 115% compared to 2020. While the number of men on sports betting apps was 250% more than women in 2021, men's growth rate was only 63%. It says, despite the higher growth rate, women use the apps less frequently than men. Yeah, because they're not stupid. Yeah. They're right. probably more calculating where it's like, hey, I enjoy this. I'll place a bet here and there, but I'm not going to get on every single day and bet on something I don't think I know. Well, but even then, too, for the female sports fans who do feel like they know, 
and and rightfully so, right? You know, as much as anybody else trying to do it. I'm just saying I, I don't I don't think it's surprising that perhaps because of where these products have been advertised, right? You you can guess where they've targeted advertising these things. It's they've targeted advertising to males. So it does not surprise me that as now that market's been saturated with places where it's legal, guys have gotten on board and downloaded an app and started using it. It makes sense that now you're hearing more about it just in the general public. And that probably means more women are hearing about it as opposed they're not being targeted with the ads, I guess is what I'm trying to say. They're not doing a lot of DraftKings commercials on Real Housewives? I don't know. Bravo? Probably not. I'm guessing. I mean, given the fact that every time I watch a sporting event now, it's like 9,000 of those ads. I'm guessing that's what they're targeting is they're targeting people who watch sports, which is predominantly male. It does not mean it's all male. There are plenty of women who watch sports. And yes, you're right, Mike. I bet it is a lot of that is just prudence from a lot of women saying, yeah, I'm not that dumb. I'm not going to go do this. One of the greatest players of all time could be coming to Columbus next year. Could be. Could a lot, be. A lot, of, a lot of ifs and a lot of up in we the air. We know he's this. not going to be paying American taxes. That, that we <laughs> do right. know. So Lionel Messi who is arguably the greatest soccer player to have ever walked the face of the earth. There is a report out today that he is going to join up with inter Miami, which is the MLS club in Miami owned by David Beckham. And that he will be then not just joining and playing for that team next year in 2023. He will also get a 35% ownership stake of the team. David Beckham also of course owns part of the team as well. So theoretically, if that happens, Theoretically, if he commits to playing every game, theoretically, Miami could have a home game with the crew. Theoretically. And theoretically, theoretically, Lionel Messi could play here as soon as 2023. Okay. However, theoretically, a lot of caveats to all that. Well, here's why. Uh, number one, this report has now been denied by people close to Lionel oh, Messi. That's too bad. Alex Kandal of DirecTV Sports is who reported this initially. Um, and. But apparently that is that has been shot down according to a report in Le Parisien. Now he plays for Paris Saint-Germain, which is a team in Paris. So they might be able to get to someone who knows with him. Could be that uh, this is all still not I's dotted, T's crossed, but it is happening. You know who I think's got to come instead? Who's got to come here? Mbappe. Kylian Mbappe is not ready for a move to MLS. Mbappe. Hey, man, money talks. No, it talks. You get to pony up some cash. He'll come. The amount of money they're talking about for Kylian Mbappe, Mbappe, the transfer, I think it would be worth more than any MLS team. Just the transfer. How much money him. are they talking about? Hundreds of millions I, of okay, dollars. Okay, give me a real number, though. Don't give me just... Because no, that could mean $100 million. That could be $500 million. I don't know. Like the Probably number? a transfer fee for him is well over... Like He's 23 years old. He's arguably the best player in the world. Like $200 million? I don't know. A lot of money. I'm trying to see because they were talking about him possibly going to Manchester City, which would... I every, thought that wasn't going to happen, though. It's hard to say. Every other day, there's a new thing. But... But if he does come to America, you know, this, this song has to play. Well, no, Mbappe's not. No, Manchester City, not America. Mbappe. I'm entertained by it. Whatever producer wrote this song for them did a great job. Man. It's great. Maybe by the way, PGA uh, Championship in Tulsa. That's where Hanson's from. Maybe they're there. Oh, they are from Tulsa? Maybe they're Mbapping. 
to Mbappe. Did they, uh, did they, are they drinkers? Do they go out and imbibe? They have their own beer label. Oh, that's right. I forgot. It's Mbappe. called Mhops. Mhops. That's right. Mhops. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Maybe they can go out and buy one of those $20 beers at the uh, PGA. They'd be able to afford it, don't you think? I think I read something about the uh, the drummer. Is that Taylor? I, you you asked that like anyone else here knows. You're the only one here who likes Hanson. Well, which Isaac's the older one. I don't know. You could say any no, name. No, Taylor's a Zach. Zach is the drummer. Zach. He got into a little thing not too long ago because Zach uh, Mbappe. He uh, he likes the AK-47s and oh things okay. like that. All right, let him live. Whatever. Hopefully, he's not drinking too many mm hops and yeah, don't firing off his no, gun. No drinking and shooting guns. I think that's a bad combo. Don't do that. Anyway, Messi's coming. Messi's not coming. I, I would Who love to see cares? him coming. I think that would be great. I'd love him to be here, but uh, I don't think it's likely that they're going to announce anything anytime soon because 2023 does not mean like January of next year. It means summer of next year. That's when he would likely be out of contract. So you're like, if he is going to come here, it would not be at least for a year from now. But Mike's for ruining it. Well, I'll tell you this though. You may think I'm overselling this. I don't think I am. For a lot of people who followed soccer their entire lives, the chance to watch even a diminished Lionel Messi play soccer, that would be like asking someone who likes art, would you like to watch Da Vinci paint? If you could do that, right? That would be like, go watch one of the legends, the people that you go to a museum to see their paintings. You could go back in time and watch them just painting one of those. That is what it is for some people to see Lionel Messi play soccer. Is he diminished now? He's 34 years old. He's okay. not He's not right. as good as he once was, but that is still far better than most players in the world. He is an extraordinary talent. But yeah, there are there are people who will travel. If he plays three games in the United States and then is like, nah, never mind, I retired. There will be sold out crowds for each of those games. It would be one of the hottest tickets to get. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a draw still to this day. All the news and notes you need as we go inside the NFL coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Look out for a crash on the right shoulder, southbound 71 at 17th Avenue. Elsewhere, you have slow traffic southbound 71 between 670 and East Broad and slow traffic on northbound 71 between 670 and 11th Avenue. This report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give them a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Today's special value is three hours of stupid. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. When is Leanna coming back from vacation? I don't know. I hope, I hope we get to talk to her soon. I think she's coming back tomorrow. Tomorrow. Do you know where oh, she I went? I think so. I have no idea. All right, let's ask her tomorrow. Okay. Turk, Turks and Caicos. I want to do say. a whole segment with Leanna tomorrow talking about her vacation. Can she do a whole segment? Why not? 
Well, because she's got commitments. She's no, got- well, you know what? She can blow off her commitments. Okay. I so don't know. Mitch in the morning out in Seattle won't get his traffic. I like that Mitch in the morning is on at all times of Hi, day. Hi, everybody. Mitch in the morning. He's out there. Mitch in the morning. I, I think Mitch is gone now. I'm sure he is. We've been making that joke for 10 years or more. But he's one of these guys. He would call this radio station every day. Yeah. Looking for a guest. It, he could not do a segment without a guest. And some segments had multiple guests. I don't understand that. I've never understood that. When I first came to work here, my producer at the time had asked me, like, all right, how many guests do you want for your show? Because the previous host that had been on that show had done, like, for a two-hour show, like, five guests. And I said, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe tomorrow we'll get a guest on. And the producer's response was, well, you just want to talk? And I was like, yeah. So they pay me to do like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm coming on to let you know what I think. Hey everybody, Mitch in the morning here. The Buckeyes got a big matchup this weekend. Terrell Pryor faces Rutgers. Let's talk about it. The other problem with that though, is Mitch was doing a show in Seattle. Yes, in Seattle. And he's like getting a guest on about an Ohio thing, which makes you wonder what other things were they talking about there? Hi, everybody. It's time for our Mexican soccer moment of the day. Right. Like, was he calling up the High Lie people and being like, what's the scene in Miami with High Lie? How's that going? Like, I don't know. He apparently had nothing to talk about in actual Seattle where they have, might I remind you, a pro football team, a major league baseball team, uh, women's sports, college sports, pro soccer, like, you name it, they've got it other than basketball, and they had that probably for a long time. He was on the air, too. Don't ask me why, but that that's not the way to do it, I don't think. Time for our daily conversation with boxing legend Bert Sugar on Mitch in the Morning. <laughs> Bert Sugar. <laughs> His wooden teeth. Yeah. Good for Mitch. Uh, R.I.P. Mitch. I don't oh. think he's dead. Oh, I was going to say breaking news. But I'm going to say I know he's dead. I wouldn't spend all this time making fun of him if he's dead. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Common Man and T-Bones inside the NFL. Brought to you by my friend Dick Masheter Ford. Open 24-7 at MasheterFord.net. Bone. Well, man, uh, Bucks head coach Todd Bowles was asked about injured wide receiver Chris Godwin, one of the players who was trying to come back from injury towards ACL week 15 of last season. He said in March there wasn't any timetable in place for his return to football activities. Bowles now said that he is doing better than before, but still no timetable. Quote, better than where he was, but not where he needs to be. We don't put a timetable on it, said Bowles, according to uh, the team's website. All right. I mean, is that because you're saying it's not going well? If I were a Bucks fan, I'd be very nervous about this because it almost sounds like you're saying, hey, there's no timetable. He's not where he needs to be. There's a way to read that that sounds like, uh-oh, this didn't go well. But it also just might mean he's saying, I'm not giving you any info because I don't feel the need to because he knows all in all is, it's doing fine. Like everything with his knee is fine. But Chris Godwin obviously remains a big piece of that offense. So does Tom Brady but you would think he would want all the weapons at his disposal. That's going to be a big deal if he's not available to start the season, which wouldn't be a total shock given when he got hurt. But anyway, that's why it's a news story. That's why people are asking Todd Bowles. I don't think they're trying to you know, get some state secrets out of you. They just want to know, is this good player for them going to be available? Uh, speaking of injuries, this news about Drew Brees and all this stuff about, oh, was he hinting at a return? You didn't take it seriously. I didn't take it seriously. I mean, we're not speculating. He put it out there. 
So clearly he wanted some sort of response. Right, but he said it in a way of like, maybe I'll do this. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll have a sex change. Right. (laughs) He said it as if I could do anything in the world, including playing football, because that's a thing in the world you can do, and I played football before. Yes, I did not take it seriously. Right. But some people did. Well, Peter King and also Ed Werder have both jumped out to let you know that Drew Brees had shoulder surgery back on May 2nd. So that means, according to Ed Werder, he would be physically unable to play until at least September or October, which doesn't mean it's not happening. Again, it just means factor that into whatever level of optimism you have if you are hoping to see Drew Drew and him too. Drew Brees play football. Hi, everybody. (laughs) That's right. Uh, So some sad news talking of injuries, man. Tariq Cohen, did you see all this, Mike, about him? No. So... For those who haven't followed this saga, Tariq Cohen has had multiple injuries while with the Bears. The Bears released him on an injury designation and just said, sorry, man, it sucks you've been hurt all this time, but we, we're just we're parting ways with you. That's that. So he's a free agent. He is looking for an opportunity to get back in the NFL. He was apparently on Instagram Live today doing an agility drill when he stopped abruptly grabbed the back no, of his leg, no. went down in pain. This is on Man. IG. This is live. And so, of course, then everyone's seeing this going, oh, no. Not that you want it to happen to anyone, but certainly not to this guy, right? Who's just, he's been through a ton of injuries. He even did an article just recently on a blog. I forget which blog it was, but he had posted an article talking about all the struggles he'd been through to try to, you know, stay positive through all this stuff and all the injury problems he's had. And now this happens as he's trying to find his way back in the NFL. So that's that's too bad. I, I really feel for him on that. Uh, Joe Burrow has made a little My bit guy. of news today. Burrow has talked about the knee brace that he's been wearing. You know, he tore his, uh, what, ACL, MCL, multiple CLs back, you know, it, prior to last season. Then we know how last season went. Pretty great. But he was wearing a knee brace all that time. Now he says he feels really good. The knee has responded all year the way they hoped. He said, uh, this is my first offseason in the NFL, uh, so I've been able to take advantage of that as far as my body and throwing and my mind and all that stuff. He said he is now practicing without a knee brace, though. I don't know if I like that. Well, he doesn't know. He says it's fun. He said, I don't really like wearing that thing, so it's good to have that off. It is to be determined whether he will play without the brace. He said, I don't anticipate wearing it, but maybe get to game day and feel a little more comfortable having it on. I think he should So we'll see. You want to know why? Why is that? Well, who used to wear a knee brace and then open up a can of whoop ass? You're right. I and, think that's correct. You know, if the referee's not looking, you use that knee brace and beat some guy over the head with it. That's exactly right. Well, you know what? In the NFL, it's quarterback league. So if anybody's going to get away with beating someone with a knee brace, right? You'd think it'd be your star quarterback. Mm-hmm. So he should keep that there just in case. Coach K doing all right for himself. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Look out for slow traffic. U.S. 33 eastbound between 270 and Bowen Road. Slow traffic as well. 670 westbound between 270 and I-70. This report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give them a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. 
She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. The best way to kill time between Leanna Ray's traffic reports. You're listening to Man and Bone. Uh, we have an update. We were talking about Mitch in the morning mm-hmm. last segment. We said, whatever happened to that guy? Mitch in the morning did a sports radio morning show in Seattle. And he would have a guest on every single segment. He would call this radio station looking for guests. And look, we enjoy talking about Columbus sports. We enjoy talking about Ohio State. But the people in Seattle... Probably don't want to hear that every single day. Yeah, I would guess it's not of interest to them about Bengals or Browns stuff or anything else either, right? I mean, like, anything we would be talking about locally here, most people in Seattle probably could not care less Well, sometimes his producer would call to talk about the Bengals or Browns. Yeah. And we would say to them, maybe you should call someone, I don't know, in those cities. Yeah, like who covers the team. We're just people. They who, may be the better authority. Yeah. We're, we don't go to practice every day. If you're looking for insight on that, we don't live in that city, but they would still call and ask for that. Anyway, we wondered what happened to Mitch in the morning. I thought he had left the job and Teddy confirmed that he did. He was fired five years ago because he was involved in a prostitution sting. Yeah. I mean, I, when I first heard that, I thought, Oh, did he like, was he running? Like I thought Craig Carton, level of like no, he was running he just, somewhere so he, he was hey, wanting he was, some companionship he for was the looking evening. for a prostitute and he ended up uh, getting popped and fired oh yeah yeah he uh he said it said in the i was reading an article about this that said uh that he basically moved on and his program director at the radio station kjr where he works said uh declined to say whether he was fired or resigned so you know what that means so it's why wouldn't they just say either way? I guess they, I don't know. Uh, they just said, we appreciate his time with us. Wish him well. And then he went on to use this because the newspaper there asked like, Hey, what's going on? Seattle times called and asked this guy. He said, Mitch Levy is no longer part of the KJR morning show. We wish him well. The morning show will continue as scheduled with co-hosts Dick Vane, Matt Slickhawk, McCullis, hey, and Hugh Millen. It's Matt Slickhawk. <laughs> is that the dude's? That, so, I mean, I know I'm T-bone, right? But Slickhawk. Does that dude come on every day and be like, well, hey, that's right, Slickhawk. Just because we have stupid names, we can't make fun of other people with stupid names? I think T-Bone's like a, in common man, are much easier to get. Slickhawk? Wow. I, it feels like if you say Slickhawk too quickly, you get an FCC violation. It just doesn't, it, it's not good for radio. And Dick Fane? Is that your name? That's real? Who's, right. uh, who's the woman who works with Leanna? Huh? Who has the weird traffic name? Is it Ashley Asphalt? Yeah, is that her name? <laughs> that is the that's, most no, that's her old name. school Stop. traffic that's name. That's her real name. Hey, how, it's Ashley Asphalt How here. dare you insinuate that it's not her real name? I found out... Uh, I don't know. I, I Well, you know what? I'll bring it up. I don't care. Uh, I you're, found, really, you're really stammering around here. No. I. 
Uh, I found out that there is uh, apparently an anesthesiologist in town here mm-hmm. whose <laughs> whose name is just say it. His name is Dr. Stiff, and I thought that's not the name you want for an anesthesiologist, right? Or maybe it is. Maybe that's like perfect for being an anesthesiologist. Well, yeah, because they want you to be stiff. Yeah, they want you to be completely still. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I just thought, like, I wonder when doctors, if you have a name, because I've heard of that before where a guy's name is Dr. Butts, and he's a, you know, what's the one? Proctologist, right? Uh It just so happens that's his last name. Dude, like you get to med school and you've got three different options of you could be, you know, this, that or the other. And you're like, well, my last name's Butts. And you just lean into it. Maybe Uh, that's the way it goes. Kristen has a a friend of the family who is a dentist and his name is Dr. Smiley. Yeah, right. That's his real name. When you start going down the pathway of I'm going to be a doctor of some kind, I you you might want to consider that, right? Because it's going to look good on a sign. Come get your teeth cleaned by Dr. Smiley. He's going to make sure you don't have any cavities. He's Dr. Smiley. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. What was I going to say to you? I don't know. Mitch in the morning. Hey, everybody. Mitch in the morning. Prostitutes at night. <laughs> Mitch in the morning. <laughs> Prostitutes at night. I want a jingle made up like that. Like, Mitch in the morning. Ladies of the night. Like, just right after that. And boop, 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 boop. That's perfect. Well, he's, he's a morning show guy. So how do we know it's night? True enough. Maybe it's like, like 11 o'clock in the morning Ooh. after he gets off of work. He We're wanted talking, to that's rub like a, a tug. Like a noon hooker. Is that what we're talking about? All right. You think it's like matinee prices? You think it's less during the day? Like if you go to a movie earlier in the day, it's less money. <laughs> if you want a handy at noon, is it different? <laughs> I'm going to give you our early bird price. <laughs> our businessman special. Yeah, but like, I mean, I don't I don't know how that works. Again, I'm conflating different industries here, but if somebody works the midday shift at a strip club, that may not be their most alluring entertainer, shall we say. Oh, okay. Right. I wonder if, is there like a difference if you're out? Like, are you a bigger risk taker? Because you're out in broad daylight. Then again, maybe that's how it's easier. <laughs> maybe he should have known if that's how he got caught. Was it's like this? We I found a prostitute at 1130 in the afternoon. Or in the morning. That's probably a sting operation there, Mitch. Maybe don't do that. I remember which, which I, I can't remember which comic this was. But they were playing one of these big comic festivals. Where it's, you know, 20 comedians in one day. Okay. Instead of a music festival, you're going yes, for comedy right. It's all just day all long. comedians all day long. And one comedian was bitching and moaning about his time slot because when he was on stage, it was still light out. And yes. he said, nothing can be funny when it's light out. Sure. People don't laugh when it's light out. And I wonder if the prostitutes feel the same way. It might be difficult. To they f- may hate daylight savings time. Because it's like, hey, man, it's 8.30 and it's still light out. This is hurting my business. That, I want it to get dark at 4. There, there, There is probably somewhere that they do prompts for like NPR episodes of some of their podcasts or like This American Life. And one of them definitely is, how are sex workers affected by daylight savings time? Here's a nine-hour episode on that. You don't think there's somebody studying that right I'm now? I'm sure there is. I'm saying, and I bet you they've already done an episode of it on on some NPR station somewhere, because I bet that's a thing. You're right. Uh, the Oakland Coliseum looks like a fun place. We have talked about the problems that they've had with that building. Um, they have sewage backups where poo, physical poo, will back up into the clubhouses. And at their lockers, sometimes the players come in and there is a turd waiting for them. There is a gang of feral cats that live in the Oakland Coliseum. 
that apparently they cannot get out. I don't know how. Yeah, I, I feel like that's one where they have a long road trip and you just do whatever you've got to do to make that happen. But they've, they've tried. They cannot get these cats out. And uh, on Monday, yesterday, the A's were preparing to play the Twins. And longtime Twins play-by-play broadcaster Dick Bremer tweeted out that he was asked to leave his radio booth so an exterminator could hunt a possum that was in his... I'm in sorry. His booth. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you are. You have to look. We cancel games for rain, right? Like if enough water falls, we're like, well, you can't play in this. It's rain. If there's a live possum roaming your stadium, I know they're outdoor spaces. I'm sure there's some rodents around. A possum? That's not a rodent, by the way. That's a bit much bigger animal. That that should be, you know what, we're postponing the game for a few hours till we get the possum out of the well, stadium. there appears to be more than one because Dallas Braden, who does the A's broadcast, posted a video showing one climbing back into the ceiling oh, in his broadcast booth. Oh, Lord. So is we, it not the same one? We don't know if this is the same one or if there's a possum family living <laughs> at the Coliseum. I don't know. The cats were unavailable for comment. Yeah, right. Feral cats are like, oh, we don't mess with that possum, dude. That pest, that possum is a bad mf'er. You do not want to go near no it. No wonder why there's two thousand people showing up at these games. I'd be terrified to go in there. Well, right. I mean, I know the argument from some people would be, you want you want to keep your team here. You want to show the city of Oakland that it's worth you know paying all this money to keep this team here and do something with the stadium. Then you need to show up to the one you've got and show that you support this ball club. I don't really agree with that argument, but. Hard to blame anyone who doesn't want to go there when all you've got coming out of that stadium is poo stories and live animal sto- like stories left and right. There's no way that that's good. I saw this today. Mike Krzyzewski, who just retired, was credited with nearly $13.7 million in total compensation for 2020. This according to new federal tax returns. The document provided by the school in response to the request, a request from USA Today Sports shows Coach K with nearly 3.3 million in base salary, 2 million in bonus pay, and just over 7.2 million in other 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 or as one of our friends used to say other. other. That's right. <laughs> dude, I go to prostitutes all the time at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, dude. <laughs> other. Um I hope that I can get 7.2 million dollars someday for doing anything but especially if you term it as uh, just other. Yeah, I mean, he he's worth all this money. We're not really going to tell you why. I'm not going to put in there what this is for. But great, $7.2 million for other things. I knew he was doing well, obviously, Coach K. I would have assumed he's one of the... $13.7 million? That's a lot of scratch. Well, but I would have assumed... Okay, if you had to say... There's a guy in college sports that you don't know that is making... Like, like you don't know how much he's making now... Even though most of these figures are reported, there's a guy though who's not reported who's making over thirteen million dollars a year. He'd be on the like absolute. He'd be the number one guy you'd think of because Duke's a private school. They don't have to report this number to anyone publicly if they don't want to. And he's worth. I mean, he's he built the program basically, right? I mean, took it all the way to what it is now. He's been there forty years. No, but I, I know that. But for example, Joe Paterno. Joe Paterno built that program, right? Yeah. Joe Paterno was in that job for a long time. Let's forget about how it ended for him. It sure. wasn't pleasant, but 
you know, he didn't care what he was making. He was making like a million dollars a year. Uh-huh. He was living in the same house with the same furniture for the last 60 years. He didn't care. Yeah. He just wanted to coach. That's all he wanted. Uh-huh. And I thought maybe Coach K would be a little bit of that guy. Did you really think Coach K was that guy? I mean, I thought he was that guy to the tune that maybe he was making four or five million dollars a year. I didn't think it was 13.7. You're telling me the guy who, when he decided to leave, announced it a year in advance when he coached his final home game, they changed the logo of Duke to Coach K and has been applying shoe polish to his head for at least 20 years to try to make that thing look like he's still youthful. I mean, he's... You're telling me that guy you thought trying to pick up was going to be like, oh, shucks, man, whatever you want to pay. Is this basketball or fun? I forgot. It's so... Yay. Why is he a hillbilly now? Because of... <laughs> hey, everybody, Coach K here. I don't know. Brian Kelly got to the South and in five minutes he turned into Farmer Jim. So I just thought maybe that happened to Coach K after being in Duke for 40 years, but I guess mm-hmm. not. Uh, name, image, and likeness is not high school friendly. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Look out for a crash closure on the exit ramp from 270 southbound to I-70. You'll have to seek an alternate route there. And by the way, I can confirm that Leanna Ray will be back tomorrow. So you'll have to deal with me for the rest of the day. But tomorrow, she'll be back. Anyway, this report is sponsored by ExpressPros.com. If your summer plans include a new job, let Express Employment Professionals help. Visit ExpressPros.com for good local jobs in variety of roles. With 850 locations, your, your local Express team is ready to help you find your next job. Go to ExpressPros.com. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 for the fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Rapid Fire is coming up at 434. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What's the game, Boner? Playing the calorie game. I'll give you two fast food meals. You tell me which one has more calories. Pretty simple. A proposal to allow high school student-athletes to make money off of their name, image, and likeness has been struck down, according to the Ohio High School Athletic Association. The decision comes after a voting process that spanned more than two weeks and included input from high school leaders statewide. All right. All right. I mean, I, I don't know. I know a lot of people have a problem with high school athletes being able to capitalize on their name, image, and likeness, but I just... I don't really know why at this point we care, given that uh, if we're going to do that with sports, why not do it with everything, right? Why not go to any YouTuber who's under the age of 18 or 20 or 21 or whatever age you think people are able to handle millions of dollars and say, hey, if you're a YouTuber and you've made more than this amount of money, you got to get off. No, like we don't do that with anybody else. We don't do it with Justin Bieber when he can sing songs really well and he gets millions of dollars before he turns 18. But somehow if you're in high school and you're just good at football, now you're not allowed to capitalize on that. I know there's room for corruption, but I also know we don't seem to be really consistent on that. And it just, I don't know. I don't know how you fix that. But anyway, in the state of Ohio, you don't have to worry about that because you're not allowed to do it. Gene Smith is talking again. 
Uh, he was talking to Athletic Director You. I don't know what that is. Okay. If it's a podcast or if it's a website Maybe, or something. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Uh, he was talking about how we need big changes for major college football. He says, frankly, we need to change our structure. We're trying to serve too many beasts here. 352 D1 schools. It's been our problem for years. He says, FBS are the schools that offer 85 scholarships or more. There's a clear distinction with investment that those schools make and everybody else. So to me, when you take 130 schools as opposed to the 352, those 130 schools who you have the same mission and the same investment level, you can create your own rules, your recruiting rules, your personnel rules, and your calendar of what football looks like. All right. Gino has been flapping his gums quite a bit lately, and perhaps this is a cynical take. I assumed when Gene Smith was done at Ohio State as the athletic director that he would sail off into the sunset and retire. Maybe years ago, he thought that he would move on and be a conference commissioner, but I think those dreams sort of went away. But I think Gene Smith sees an opportunity here. And I don't think he's angling for Mark Emmert's job, president of the NCAA, when he steps down. I think Gene Smith has his eyes set on being the first ever president or whatever you're going to call it of this new breakaway football division. I think that's what Gene Smith wants to do. He is, what is he, Teddy, 66, 65 years old? Yeah, 66, I think. His contract at Ohio State, I think, runs through 2026. He intended on working to 70-ish. I can see him taking Ohio State and like-minded schools and being in charge of whatever new entity we're going to call this. And that's his mission. He does that for a couple years. He gets it off the ground. And that's his legacy. He creates his legacy. Well, I mean, to be fair, he already has... You know, created quite the legacy, you, you right? If he never does anything I, else, you know but what I, I mean. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, this is <laughs> he has he has done a lot already. But does yeah. this sound like a man who's content to you? No. It, well, here sounds what, like he's campaigning to me. It does. Here's what I don't know about these type of comments, right? Because yes, it very much sounds like if this were a presidential race, and and these were not about football, if it was like just some random person who's you know got a lot of experience in business or some other, you know, entity that, you know, maybe he's a, a, a junior senator or something. If that person was always like, I got to tell you, I got some thoughts on inflation. I got some thoughts on this. I got some thoughts on that. If it was always like thoughts guy, we would say, is thoughts guy trying to run for president? Yeah. Is that what's happening? And it does sound a little bit like that from Gene, but I, I will add to be fair to him. He is also an athletic director at one of the largest institutions in all of college sports it might just be also that he's getting asked and he feels like he's got something to say about it. I understand, but it was what? Was it a month and a half ago where it was news because Gene Smith talked at the Woody for the first time in like six months? Yeah, we, that's right. We had not heard from him, and now it seems like we hear from Gene all the time. It does. I'll, I'll also, to like, you know, add to that whole point of what you're saying, that maybe he is running for... or. or Maybe he's trying to get it out there that he is interested in being a part of the leadership of this new thing if it does happen and they break away from the NCAA. There's there's not a doubt in my mind that Gene Smith or anyone who gets to Gene Smith's level of accomplishment that they are not acutely aware of when moments exist and when moments happen 
and when it's time to step up and I don't want to say take advantage of the moment, but certainly not shy away from it, right? It may be that very well, like you said, Mike, he may have been planning to just go off into the sunset and retire in a few years, finish up a couple things here at Ohio State, maybe another national championship for the football team, something like that. But then he saw all this turmoil and unrest and said, well, this is a now an issue that I definitely have the qualifications to be a part of and to help solve. And if I'm looking around the room at everybody else who's got the qualifications and potential to get into this position, there's not going to be very many people than other than me who are going to be as well positioned to make that happen. Maybe he is looking at it and saying, I hadn't considered this before because it wasn't a thing. But now that it is, yeah, I'd be interested in running college football for well, a little bit. He's not, probably, not college sports, college, yeah, college football. football. He's probably thinking, well, if it's not going to be me, who is it? Because well, yeah. Jack Swarbrick is opening his mouth every time he can, pretty much saying the same thing. You don't think he's angling for power? Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC, is essentially saying the same thing every single time that he can. Yeah, I would wonder, though, if at least in Sankey's case, is he just he may already feel like I do run college football. <laughs> like I, I was everyone in the media gives him credit basically for, you know, wagging the dog whenever the SEC does. Everybody else does it, too. So maybe that's where he doesn't have to leave. He gets to be the commissioner of a giant conference. They have every other sport. It's almost like he runs his own NCAA. And I, I sometimes feel like that's what the SEC is trying to do is like, if they were going to do anything, they'd want to break away from everyone and just say, we're the SEC. It matters more. We just, that's it. For every sport, we're just going to be down here doing our thing. Well, but, but I, I, think Greg, I think Greg Sankey's smart enough to know that that's not a sustainable model. Of course that's not. not successful. But he also knows he doesn't have to do that to still kind of have a lot of power. Gene has a ton of power as the Ohio State Athletic Director, but maybe also because we've talked before how we've watched him say things and times where we thought Ohio State Athletic Director should be able to go out and tell the Big Ten what's what. And then we'll see Gene Smith say some tough things at first, and then all of a sudden he comes back from a trip from Chicago and he's you know, fall in line and saying everything everybody else in the conference is. I wonder if maybe he has seen that his power isn't as much as he thought. Like, he's maxed out what he can do there. And there's a chance now to guide college football in a way that it's never been guided before. Maybe that opportunity appeals to him. I don't know. I'm just saying, to me, this all seems like a little bit more than just coincidence. It's like, well, you're asking me the question. I'm answering the question. Yeah, but why are you taking the interviews where you know they're going to ask you this question? What was the name of this interview place again? I mean, I, it wasn't like the New York Times, no, to your it point. Was it was it was athletic like... Athletic Director U, an, an interview with Athletic Director U. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm I just, don't know what that is. I don't know. Maybe that is from the New York Times. I have no idea. But I'm just saying, it's not like the biggest entity in the world is demanding you come on and you're like, well, I just kind of have to do this because I'm the o- Athletic Director at Ohio State. It, it could be very well that he wants to get some comments out there so people start viewing him as a potential to lead this if it comes up. Rapid Fire coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Currently, we're looking at a crash closure on the exit ramp from 270 southbound to I-70. It's causing backed up traffic from Main Street. You'll have to exit off at Main Street to get around that closure. This report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible uh, payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. 
The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Go to wherever you get your audio. Search Common Man and T-Bone. You will see our cartoon faces pop up. Click. Subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. Including some extras that you will not hear live on the radio. You can only subscribe to the podcast feed to get it. Hmm. Do it now. Yeah, don't miss out. And give us a nice five-star review if you enjoy the show. We appreciate that. Rapid Fire. Rapid, rapid Fire. Sponsored by Custom Air. Custom Air. Custom Solutions. Custom Comfort. All right, Teddy, Rapid Fire number one. Which second-year quarterback will make the biggest leap in year two? Justin Fields, Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, or Davis Mills? Well, I would like it to be Justin Fields, just for selfish reasons, because I'm a Bears fan. However, I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence. I think he is uh, too talented to be as bad as he was last year. And I have said that I, I've seen something in him. Maybe I'm stupid. Maybe this year I'll g- regret it. Oh, no. But not this again. I'm just saying I think Zach Wilson no. could be good. And no. I'm, what do you mean, no? No. You, I'm just going to do that. Okay. No, no, no. Be no. that guy. No, I just I don't see it in Zach Wilson. I don't think that he's got it there. And sure, they're adding some weapons there in New York, but I don't I don't I don't see a way that he is going to turn out to be anything other than a career backup when it's all said and yeah, done. Look at you. Yeah. Really I, hate Zach Wilson. Well, I will tell you though, I do think your Bears are going to see a big bump in Justin Fields. He's my answer on this one. I think he is going to improve significantly now that he doesn't have a complete idiot. Or at least I'm sorry. he got rid of the old idiot running the team. Now you've got a, a new idiot possibly running the team. But yeah, I think Fields is going to be the guy to improve the most this year. Eberflus? Yeah, Eberflus will get it done. Eberflus. That's right. All right, Teddy, rapid fire number two. Which of the following bad NFL teams will get things turned around first? Your Bears, the Texans, Falcons, Panthers, or Commanders? Oh, I hate all these teams, including my own. I can't root. I, I can't say my Bears will turn anything around because I've, I've seen this team and I've seen them stumble all over themselves, regardless of who the coach is. But right. I, I hate everybody Let else. Let me ask too. you this if they weren't called, the, if it was some other like logo in city that was involved here you would look at the fact though that you still have a guy in quarterback at Justin Fields who potentially has a lot of room to turn it around and may be able to do so. All right, fine. Right? I mean what, fine. Do the, what do the Texans have? What do the Falcons have? They, the Texans have Lovey Smith's beard. And Davis and Mills. Davis Mills could be good. Who okay, the hell fine, knows? I don't fine. know. Panthers have nothing. Commanders have nothing. No. I think Bears is the obvious answer for me even though I am agreeing with you that it probably won't happen because it's Chicago and it's the Bears and that's what they do. Rapid fire number three. The five most in-demand tickets for the upcoming NFL season are Denver at Seattle, Tampa Bay and Dallas, Dallas at Green Bay, Green Bay at Tampa Bay, and the 49ers at the Raiders. Which game are you most interested in watching? Uh, I'll take what I believe to be the two best teams out of everything that you've mentioned. So I'll take Green Bay at Tampa Bay. Yeah, that's not a bad game. I... 
I think that one's very interesting. I got kind of annoyed by the Dallas at Green Bay, Green Bay at Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay at Dallas. Like, well, okay, great. We got it. All those teams love each other. I would be most interested to go to Seattle and watch Russell Wilson return there. Right? I mean, I know he just left, but I think that will be a very interesting scene from those Seattle fans. I don't think the game will be that good because I think Denver is going to be a much better team than Seattle this year. But I'd be curious to see what the fan reaction's like. So that's the one I'd sign up for. Rapid fire number four. A New York radio host said if the Giants win the Super Bowl, he would pose in an erotic calendar. What would it take for you to pose in a calendar I'll like that? I'll do it that? right now. Give me a bag of combos. I don't care. What, do I have some sort of pride? <laughs> bag of combos? Pride that I got to keep? I'm on the air every single day making fart noises. I don't it's, have any it's pride. It's an erotic calendar. That's fine. It's all out there. Well, who cares? Everything is out there. What's I know, the difference? but you're, you're being erotic on a camera. What are we it? talking about? Are we saying full nude or just... That's erotic, right? Am I well, wrong? I, I don't... Or is it tasteful, they, tasteful they, nudes? They, they said they like... Things? Yeah, like the... Uh, I guess New York Fire Department does one, so I don't know if they have like helmets oh, in the yeah, way or something. The New York okay. Fire Department yeah. showing dong in their <laughs> <Yeah>. calendar. <laughs> oh, Sergeant O'Leary's got the big hose out today. Bing bong. Like, Bing. that's right. <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> right. That's a little side talk, New I'm York. I'm assuming for you. it's not full on nude. If that's the case, All right, I'll you're do right. it tomorrow if thinking, you want me to. I was to. thinking full on nude. All right. If it's if it's tasteful nudes, tasteful tasteful dudes doing tasteful nudes, mm-hmm. I will. <laughs> I would do it for like, I don't know, probably not a lot of money. Probably like bag of combos. It's what I just said. I do like ten grand. I'm not doing a bag of combos, but ten grand, sure, why not? I got to hold. Fire. I'll hold. I'll hold a microphone in front of my PP. Rap. Could <laughs> be a big microphone. <laughs> oh yeah, all right. <laughs> Rapid fire number five. Bruins forward and goon Brad Marchand was wearing a Ramon shirt during an interview and admitted he didn't know who Ramon was. Oh, Lord. Oh, Are you allowed to wear a shirt if you don't know anything about the no! band? No, you're not allowed to wear a shirt if you don't know anything about the band. Why is this a question? Oh, Brad Marchand. Like, just, just making himself by the way. more hate, hateable is. by the day, right? Like, that's just... You couldn't... I, I, you know what? If he said he did that on purpose, I might actually believe it. Because that... That is otherwise almost too on brand for one of the most hateable players in all of sports, Brad Marchand. Of course, he doesn't know who Ramon is. What a dope. (laughs) He thought it was just like the name of a diner, like Ramon's. Oh, yeah, right. Can I get the blue plate special at Ramon's? (laughs) They got great apple pie at Ramon's. Man, how do you not? By the way, how are you not aware? Like, why is that fashionable then? Why are you wearing it? I don't know. Right? I mean, did someone tell you what to wear or did you pick it out? If you're like, oh, I picked it out because I like the shirt. Why does it give you a level of coolness or edginess to wear a Ramones shirt? Could it be because the Ramones were a cool and edgy band? You're right. If if you're wearing the shirt, you got to know something about that band or anything. I remember when I was a kid, I was at some sort of youth environmental thing. My friend was into it. He took me along and it was called Project People. Right. All right. And they were giving out T-shirts, and the T-shirt said, ask me about Project People. Mm-hmm. Okay, And my friend gave me one of these shirts and said, hey, here's a shirt. Why don't you wear the shirt? And I said, but no, I don't, I don't know anything about Project People. Yeah. If someone asked me about Project People, he says, no one's going to ask you. It's a nice shirt. Wear the shirt. So he shamed me into it. Mm-hmm. We went to the mall. 
I'm wearing this shirt, and what happens? Grown-ass man comes up to me and says, hey, what's Project People? And I'm now I'm that kid like, oh, it's more my French thing. I don't really know. <laughs> he walked into that store if you want to ask him. And in that moment, I felt like the biggest poser of all time. The difference is I knew it would happen, and I was 10. You you told him, don't make me do this because I know what's going to happen. Brad Marchand like, no, is a grown-ass man who is wearing the shirt of a band he knows nothing about. Yeah. You know, it's it's also, at least with your Project People thing, nowadays if that had happened, you could have been like, oh, yeah, just uh, Project People dot whatever and go there and you can learn more about it, man. I'm sorry. I don't know much about no, it. There was but here no you internet then. But that's, yeah, I know. That's one of those, gosh, we're old things where it's like there was a part of our lives where you couldn't just refer someone to a website for questions. You actually had to know the thing and then be able to speak upon it. And I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. I'm going to get asked about it. No, you're not going to get asked about it. Put your shirt on. This is why you have trust issues. Yeah. Because you, you said, go back to that moment. Don't in my let life. me do that. And he was like, no, nah, you're dumb. You're like, no, I'm not no dumb. I actually know exactly, you, what, I know exactly what I'm saying. No one cares about project people. God, that's, that guy did. I think you and I both had that as kids where I, I, I too would be like, oh, this is a problem, I think. And then people older than me would be like, nah, don't worry about it. And then you come back later and you're like, no, it actually turned out to be a huge disaster. This was a bad idea. I should have spoken up. Now that I think about it, project people may have been a cult. Why? I don't know. Was, well, the whole thing than- struck me as sketchy at the time and now I'm thinking back on it. I'm going to Google, oh, look, a Netflix special, seven parts, Project People Project and Me. Project People, don't drink the punch. <laughs> don't drink the people. <laughs> There's people in the punch. There's people in the people. <laughs> Soylent Green. <laughs> Soylent Green is people. Uh, what's next? Kyrie says he regrets not working things out with LeBron. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. All right, I got a tip for you guys. Do not drive on southbound 270 on the east side. There's a crash closure on the exit ramp to I-70, and traffic is backed up to Hamilton Road. Just go ahead and get off on Hamilton Road Hamilton Road, heading uh, southbound through the east side if you want to avoid that traffic jam. This report is sponsored by ExpressPros.com. If your summer plans include a new job, let Express Employment Professionals help. Visit ExpressPros.com for good local jobs in a variety of roles with 850 locations. Your local Express team is ready to help you find your next job. Go to ExpressPros.com. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Tuesday. Game show coming up at 534. What's the game, Bone? I'm going to play the calorie game, give you a couple fast food options. You tell me which one has more calories. It's a game I have played pretty much my entire life, if we're honest. So we'll do that at 534. Mm-hmm. If you're a like healthy person who's either been in shape your whole life or you just don't eat a lot of fast food, you can learn what it's like. A little little sliver of what life's like as a fat person. I am uh, currently reading 
I don't read. I know you're Someone's listening. You're reading listening it to, to me. It. Right. The Arnold Schwarzenegger biography, Total Recall, which you turned me on I, to. I have, I have read it, or I also listened to it. I didn't yeah. read it, but yeah. And, and you're right. It, it's distracting because Arnold reads the first chapter. And it's, I mean, it takes like 45 minutes for him to do the first chapter. Because if you've heard Arnold talk, you know his cadence. He's obviously a very intelligent person. Well, right, but he's, you know, English is not his first language. He's right. slower. But I, but I enjoyed it because I, when, when I saw this book, I was like, oh, I, wow, Arnold's reading the whole thing. Okay, like that's going to be, I got to get used to that. But towards the end of the first chapter, I got used to it and was like, all right, on to chapter two. And then another guy just picked up. And Arnold was done. He apparently said, first chapter, enough for me. And then Polish narrator guy comes in to read the rest. But I can't stop thinking about Arnold saying the narrator's words. And then that gets in my head. Like the yes. narrator is very professional. He's like, and then I took the girl on the backside of the barn and showed her what was what. <laughs> but I can't stop yes. thinking about, and then I took the girl on the backside of the barn. Well, I can't stop thinking about that. With Arnold too, like... There's a lot of, a lot of his sentences tend to be, you know, where he'll say things like, I was with this guy, this guy was not the guy, but I knew I had to go through him. He is the guy that I had to beat to win, blah. And like, you're used to that because that's how Arnold sounds. It's what he talks like. But when it's a like voice actor saying, there was a guy, he was the guy. I knew he was the guy I had to beat. He's the guy. Ah, and this like, voice actor sounds like work. Stanley Tucci, even though I know he's not Stanley Tucci. <laughs> and so that's distracting me. Anyway, the reason I brought this up yes. is we're doing trivia about how, much, how many calories are in fast food. Mm -hmm. And I obviously understood Arnold's background as a bodybuilder and a fitness fanatic. And you don't get to be to that point where you're Mr. Universe and you're going and eating five Big Macs a week. Right. That's not happening. But I guess I wasn't aware... How much training actually went into it? It's ridiculous. Well, we're talking about eight hours of weightlifting a day. Mm -hmm. Eight hours where Arnold is talking about how his arms were so fatigued that he could not literally use them for hours afterward. He needed to wait until the twitching subsided yep. and the pain stopped. So that he could just lift his arms to get in his car and go home. Oh, these guys, it is a full-time job to get in the shape of these like Mr. Olympia athletes, which it's amazing that some of those guys now who do it, I'm, I'm sure maybe not at the top level, but there are a lot of bodybuilders who do it, who make a little bit of money, but they have regular jobs and yet they still go and find time to train and do all this stuff. I'm, I don't know. He worked at a gym for a decent amount of what he was doing. And then he also... He went and he was in the army. He did a bunch of other stuff. No, but he was saying Mr. Austria. This is in the 60s. Yeah. Mr. Austria was his idol at that time. And he worked on a construction crew. Yeah. yeah right. Congratulations. You're Mr. Austria, but you're also need to make some money and pay your bills. Mm -hmm. You're working on a construction crew. But what is funny about this is that I'm listening to all of this while I'm parked in my car eating Taco Bell. <laughs> And he's talking about oh, working yeah. out for eight hours yeah. a day. Well, and he talks too sometimes. I mean, they get into some of the like foods that he would eat to try to like bulk up and add muscle and how it's weird, man. When you look into what real professional athletes do at any different sport, even if it's like marathon runners or these people who run, you know, ridiculous There's amounts very of very little eating for pleasure. 
Right. Whatever you're eating is all Here's purely based on, yeah. I am going to eat like seven tablespoons of peanut butter now, but that's just because that's the peanut butter and that's the fat to protein ratio I need and carb rate, whatever, for the next seven hours. I'm going to eat that and then I'm going to do this, but it's not because they're hungry for that or that tastes good to them that day. It's that's what they need to do to get to the next level. Anyway, Kyrie, Kyrie's talking. He says he regrets how immature he was with LeBron and he wishes that they could have worked it out and won more championships. Uh, yes, he was on the I Am Athlete podcast and he said, if I was in the same maturity line and understanding of who I am now and I look back, we definitely, definitely would have won more championships talking about if he'd stayed with LeBron in Cleveland because there would have been a better man-to-man understanding with him about what I'm going through. I didn't know how to share my emotions. I didn't know how to do that. So instead of sharing, I isolated myself. Uh, we didn't talk during that time. When I look back on what I was going through at that time, I wish I did talk to LeBron because it would have been a good understanding of what the future will hold for both of us. And we know how much power we both had together. Me and him in the league together, running Cleveland, and then being able to put together a better team every single year would have definitely been worth it. Mm-hmm. So he says it would have been worth it to deal with whatever differences they may have had or were not able to previously work out. And I, I know I've told this story before, but I remember seeing Kyrie in the locker room early on in his career. And I, I got the vibe then that he was kind of a loner and an odd duck and a little bit different just because of the way he was stationed in the locker room. He was a young guy, too, so I thought maybe that was it. But when he says he didn't know how to like talk to people and do that type of thing, that does make a little bit of sense because he still doesn't. No, he just thinks he can fake it like he just did right there where he sounded like a genuine human being. Right. But I'm guessing within the locker room, too, you know, your skills travel pretty well. If you're really talented and you're moderate as a personality, like you're not you're not crazy one way or the other. If you're just someone that like you can come in and be kind of a regular guy with the guys, they're not going to care as much. If you're a good player and you're nice to the teammates on that you play with every day. They're not going to care necessarily if you've got a stance on vaccines. It's different than theirs. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to care if you bring Sage in and wave that around in the locker room because that's your affecting your chakras or whatever thing he's currently on. Like, I'm just saying, if as talented as he is, if you're pretty easy to get along with with your teammates, that goes a long way. I don't know about that second part with Kyrie, but obviously we know the first part is locked on. I mean, he's he's one of the most talented players I've ever watched. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. All right, we're looking at a crash closure on the exit ramp from southbound 270 to I-70 on the east side. Traffic is backed up all the way to Hamilton Avenue. Just go ahead and take Hamilton Avenue southbound if you're trying to get through that area as traffic is definitely a headache heading southbound on 270 through the east side. This report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give them a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. 
Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Simpletons, nincompoops, ignoramuses. Just a few of the many different words that you can use to describe the hosts of this show. Also, fat. This is Common Man and T-Bone. That was good on Triple H. Yeah, he hung in there. Didn't let it bother him. That was the first time I ever did that to him. Yeah. And he took it like a pro. Handled it well. I like how uh, he even threw in a speed. I can't. I'm gearing up to say it. I'm not going to say it now. Come on, you can't do one? I mean, I'm, I'm going to do one here in the rundown. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ted, can you give us a speed? Jordan, speed! There you go. That's good. Good job, Ted. You guys need Ted. to put some more passion into it. I'm trying, but I, I don't want to... It's tough. I don't want to blow on my vocal cords, man. Speed! Good Lord. I don't know how you that do hurts. that. hurts. Yeah, it should. It's uncomfortable. It's not normal for humans to talk like that. We're not meant to do that. Mm. I don't think. We're not meant to do a lot of stuff. Well, fair enough. Joe Rogan? What are we doing? <laughs> I know. I made that we're point last week. We're not made to week. drink milk. I made that point last week. It's like the we're not made to drink milk guy never says, we're not made to fly 35,000 feet either. So that's why I walk everywhere. Like you, you drive a car, don't you? Were you meant to do that? What are you talking about? It's not natural. Yeah, neither are freeways, dope. What an idiot. God, I hate him. I hate him. He's such a moron. All right, I got it. I'm concerned about you. We're not meant to do this. You have clothes on right now? How did that happen when you walked out of that primordial ooze? Don't get me started on nude guy. There's plenty of nude nude guys out there. We shouldn't be wearing clothes, man. Dude, you can't wear anything but linen on your body because anything else has got chemicals in it. Yeah, right. That's why, like, Primordial Man was wearing, like, animal skin and nothing, or nothing, nothing for a I long love, time. I love how there's a there's a segment of the population that wants to do everything they can to get back to a time where the life expectancy was 30. <laughs> yeah. That's what we want to do. No, trust me. I get the idea of dipping one's toe. Yep. Dip, dipping one's toe into, like, prehistory and saying... Wouldn't it be interesting? Like, I talked about the interest I have recently developed in going camping. Yeah, and it's bad. Okay. You're not allowed. I got it. I'm just pointing out there is a curiosity for me of what would it be like to go do that in some very limited amount where I am living a little bit like people lived 200 years ago. I don't want to actually go move to the woods and then fell trees, mill them, make my own butter. Like, I don't want to go that far. I just want to maybe for a weekend, spend it out in nature and see how that goes. That's all. But I do under, I'm not going to come back the next week and be like, we're not meant to live in houses. No, probably not. Whatever. I don't know about meant not to meant, whatever. It's the fact that we do now and everyone does it. Don't go lecturing people about, you know, drinking milk or whatever your thing is. In five years, I'm going to turn on Life Below Zero, and you're going to be on it. Wait, what is Life Below Zero? Which one's that? It's the people who live off the grid in Alaska. Oh, that's right. You're going to be on that show. No, no. No, because you you just... There's no chance. You dive into these extremes. 
It's not, I didn't die. What did I say is I would like to give camping a try no, is what I said. That's not what you said. You've been watching nothing but YouTube videos and mm. listening to podcasts about hiking trails. Yeah, that's true. You're I out of your that. mind. This is what you do. But what's wrong with like just I want to get all the info before I start yep. before I start dipping my toe in. I want to like get some idea of what, what to expect. Like you go camping for the first time. What's that like? What should you... For example... Watching one of the YouTube videos I was watching, I learned something. What? If you're like in the forest and you're like, oh, this is a nice flat area. I could put my tent here. First thing the guy did after he found the flat area, he's like, all right, water's down there. Shouldn't be too, you know, it's not a floodplain. Should be all right. Then he looks straight up and goes, all right, I don't see any dead branches up there. So nothing's going to fall on my head. This looks like a good spot. I never, I wouldn't have looked up. I would have just put, I would have pitched my tent and I would have been out there and then a branch would have hit me on the head and dead. Dead. So now I now I'm maybe I'll learn other things like that. Like don't stash all your candy bars in your pockets when you go to sleep, so a bear doesn't come in and tear your tent apart and eat you alive. Are you bringing candy bars with you? Well, how am I going to survive? Well, I'm there? just I gotta, saying, I got to take some food. Getting back to nature? No, no, I don't I, know if, like, a, if a payday bar is going to be the thing for you. I'm dip. I'm just dipping in. I'm not. No, I'm not going to go out there with like you know a, a sharpened bear tooth and say that's going to be good enough. I'll forage. Why don't you get yourself an RV? I wouldn't mind doing well, that. There you go. I wouldn't mind having the RV, As but I'm camping, saying camping light. I know, but that's that's a significant investment for someone who has not spent a lot of time outdoors. Oh, I'm sorry, you're not on the radio every single day making thousands of dollars. No, it's not that. It's that I I don't want to commit. You just said you go don't rent think it's, one. You don't have to commit anything. Right, you go rent enough. an RV. That's take a fine. trip. But I'm just saying when Empty you bring out it up, the pooper. Empty the pooper. <laughs> I'm just I want to see Massachusetts guy. <laughs> You going got camping. Poopa. Oh, ah. man, you got to empty that poopa. That's gray water. It's not brown water. It's Harder. gray. They call it gray water. Harder. I think they call that gray water. Faster. <laughs> you want to go camping with me if I get a big RV? No. Why not? Couldn't pay me like enough. Air conditioning. I, uh, I dated a girl in a previous life who was a camper. And when heaven? I say camper, I mean, no, get, oh. get out of here. Well, you said previous life. I didn't no, know what life no. you're talking well, about. I mean, I'm mar- I've been married 15 years. It's been a long time. Okay, got it. But I, I dated a girl. You know, they were one of these people that lived in a real house but wanted to pretend like they lived in a trailer park when they went on vacation. Okay. So they're camping is so what they, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. camping. Okay. But, Nothing you know, wrong I, with that. I did it a few times. And guess what? Not for you. Not for me. I, I, I'm glad other people enjoy it. Not for me. I applaud you. For wanting to do that. Well, she liked it. Her family did it, so. But you at least went. Yes, I went a couple I'm, times. Okay, so that's good. You gave it a shot. You gave it multiple shots. I'm saying I have never camped in a tent. I have, like, I've stayed in an RV, that kind of thing. I've, I've never, never camped I've in never a tent. I've never camped in a tent either. Right. I've never and done I'm, it. I'm sure it's not easy, but I would give it a shot. But anyway. I, I don't have screens on my windows because I never open my windows at home. <laughs> I don't want that type of nature. I don't think camping in a tent is my bag. And you are correct, by the way, that I go too far with it. Because now I've watched videos of people who hike the Grand Canyon. See? This is what I mean. You and can't that's, just... Like, that's jumping I like in too far. I like how you just sort of throw it away. Like, I'm normal. I'm just checking... No, you're not normal. I know. No, I, know I know this I'm about not you. normal. You're not normal. You go all the way with everything. I instantly. get in there. Yeah. I got it. Well, I got to see what's... Well, only get one of these goes around the sun. At least that's the way I think. Maybe you think we come back. Goes, other around, goes around the sun. No, no. Uh, sorry. Like... uh I was going to say, are you That's dying right. next year? Do you 
Is there some diagnosis you want to tell no, me about? I meant we only get one of these trips around Earth. We're only here for one lifetime. Uh, one That's lifetime. what I'm saying. I, was just, like, I didn't know what you were telling yeah, me. Yeah, I'm just saying I want to. I like to go experience it, get really deep in there, and then go. All right, I got it. Now that's either for me or it's not, but at least I experienced it. Okay. But I, I'm just talking about dip, just dipping a toe into camping. Dip that's all. Common man and T bones. The rundown. The yep. rundown. It was a formality, but OSU Michigan kick time has officially been announced for noon on November 26th. Buckeyes and Notre Dame will kick at 7:30 on S Pen Week One of the season. Yeah, that's uh, not not a surprise in either case, right? That you would have no and, and Michigan game, game day, at noon and a big night game to start off the season with Notre Dame. That makes sense. Game day will be here for the Notre Dame game. Tiger is being paired with Rory McIlroy and Jordan Spieth. There it is for the first two rounds of the PGA Championship. Teddy has picked who to win. I have picked Jordan Spieth. That's pretty good, Teddy. Mm, thank you. That was very nice. Uh, also, our guy has committed to the memorial. Matt Kuchar update. Kuch! Rory McIlroy committed as well, but you know, Cooch is number one in our hearts, mm-hmm. and he has committed to the memorial. Previous champion, 2013. We're rooting mm-hmm. for him to get back and do that again. Wouldn't that be nice? Shock the world. Win another one. Let's go. He can do it. Of course he could. He's not Why not? 50 yet, right? Yeah. Still a youngish man. Yeah, he's like 43, I think. That's oh, it. Oh, there you go. He looks like he's yeah, 60. He does. He's got plenty of time to not pay his caddies after other big <laughs> tournaments. You can't just let him live, Happened can you? one time, and it was... It was one time. just Shady let him thing. live. Everybody else talks about it. What a nice guy he is. Uh-huh. He has one screw-up, and all of a sudden, cancel culture. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I said, don't let him play anywhere. No, what I did was I brought up a thing he did. Cancel. That's what I did. I remembered. Okay. Gene Smith is again calling on big changes to college football. He was talking to athletic director you. We don't know what that is, and we're too lazy to figure it out. But here's what he said. Frankly, we need to change our structure. We're trying to serve too many beasts here. 352 D1 schools. It's been our problem for years. FBS are the schools that offer 85 scholarships or more. There is a clear distinction with the investment that those schools make and everybody else. So to me, when you take 130 schools as opposed to 352, those 130 schools who you have the same mission and the same investment level, you can create your own rules, your recruiting rules, your personnel rules, and your calendar of what football looks like. I'm not saying Gene is wrong. And I'm not saying this is not going to happen because I eventually think it will. But Gene certainly seems like he's campaigning to run this thing. You know, we had not heard from Gene in months. And now the last few weeks, everybody who asks him, Gene is granting an interview. He knows these comments are going to get out there. He continues to talk about it. I think Gene thinks this is going to be his next opus, that he's going to leave Ohio State He's no longer going to be the AD, and he is going to lead this new collection of schools. Well, I could certainly understand that as far as he's got certainly more than anyone else that would be out there to possibly do this, he can stand toe-to-toe with anyone on resume and say, yeah, look what I've done, right? I've, I have run one of the biggest football 
focused athletic programs in all the country. So I know what that's like. I know how much money this can bring in, but I also know the unique challenges to football compared to some of these other schools. I think that's, that's important. I do think also there is maybe, maybe there's been a change of heart. I kind of got the vibe that Gene Smith was going to see out his contract, retire and move on, but maybe not. Maybe now he sees the need that's there and an opportunity. Let's not be naive. You don't get to be in Gene Smith's position if you don't know how to read the room and see what's going on and and this could be for a, a great position of power. Sure, I'm not I'm not saying that's bad at all. I'm saying that's how people get to these high positions of leadership is knowing when it is time to say, "Yes, I'd like to throw my hat in the ring and be a part of that." He's not doing that yet, but man, if you had to if you had to guess whether or not he was doing all this just because he suddenly found a lot of opinions all of a sudden or if you had to say, is he doing this to set something up bigger down the road, my my money would be on the latter. He sounds like he's campaigning to me. And maybe it won't be one guy in ultimate leadership position. Maybe it's some sort of leadership council. But if, if, if they break away and every single national championship game is in the Hoosier Dome, we know who's running the show. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. I already got Bryce just tweeted and said, we need Degenerate T-Bone and Common Man Radio to tour America in an RV together. No, thank you. Let's do it. Nope. Yeah. Ted, you want to come? Want to join in? Or would that be too hot? It'd be like uh, Beavis and Butthead do America. That's right. Didn't see it. You should have. You need to go back and watch that. No, I don't. Jeez. Must be nice to ignore things. Why do I have to go back and watch it? You don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the Bengals may have some drama on the horizon. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. A crash closure has the exit ramp closed from southbound 270 to I-70 on the east side. And traffic is backed up all the way to Hamilton Road. So just go ahead and exit off on Hamilton Road. Head southbound as a detour to get around that traffic jam. This report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Game show is coming up at 534. What's the game, Boner? Uh, Today we are doing the calorie game. I'll give you two fast food stuffs, maybe a meal. You have to tell me which one has more calories. I sent this to you, I think it was on Friday night. Um, You know I love the band Creed. Yeah. And the guitarist for Creed, Mark Tremonti, Mm -hmm. who also is the leader of Alter Bridge. He's got his own metal band called Tremonti. He's made some cash. 
Oh, I would say so. What's his net worth, Teddy? Check it out. Because I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna, it's quite a bit. I'm going to put it over like $30 million, I'm going to say. I'm going to say he's over that. Okay. But we always wonder, you know, once guys get that type of money, why they continue just to do the same thing over and over again. You know, like the... Oh, uh, yeah. Like the Cheryl's cookie lady. Cheryl? <laughs> that would be her name? Yeah, Cheryl. <laughs> you know, she started Cheryl's yeah. Cookies. She built it into a big business, sold mm-hmm. it for millions and millions of dollars, and then she decided to open up a new business. Did she do something completely different? No, she just made different versions of the cookies again. Called what? C. C. Kruger, Kruger which is that's her name. Cheryl, C. Cheryl C Kruger. stands for Cheryl. And I'm not saying those cookies are not delicious, but she's already done it. She decides she wants to do it again. What you're saying is when you have all the money and you've done something really cool, you could keep doing the cool thing or you could do a different cool thing because you have all the money. And if it doesn't work out, who cares? You're just doing what you want to do. Right. So Mark Tremonti has all of this money. He's been successful. He's had, you know, rock hits for 20 years. And now he's working on a project with a big band where he is singing Frank Sinatra music. And that may not be your bag, but man, I respect the balls on that. Well, you I know respect what? the balls on that guy. The other thing is, like, he's he's actually pretty good at it. I could not believe the vocals I heard, because I've heard him sing, and I've obviously listened to a lot of the music he's made prior, right, through all his different bands. Well, what's interesting is that I think he sings in his metal band, but he doesn't sing in Alter Bridge. No, in the metal band. He doesn't band, sing in Creed. And he does have a little bit of that what do they call it, where your your voice kind of vibrates? Is that vibrato? I don't uh, remember. Anyway. Okay. All I'm saying is he does have the ability to like really belt it when he wants to. I just never heard him sing like Frank Sinatra, and I was not expecting what you sent me. You know he's losing money on this. You know, well, he, he I, may not sell it, more than it, five copies of this. But the, again, but like, he doesn't care. But I look at that as like a guy who buys an old Mustang and then like puts all the like puts all this money into it and time and he gets the engine redone and he gets repainted the way he wanted it and then he cruises around on Saturdays burning who knows like you know <laughs> getting eight miles to the gallon or something just to drive to a parking lot and have other people with their cars go oh you got a car I got a car that's cool and then he drives home did that guy make money on that no maybe the car goes up in value maybe not but I don't think at some point like if you've got the money to go buy a classic car or, or have a hobby like that you're not doing it because it makes you money it he's not doing that because no i know and i, I, res- wanted it I to respect be, it he's doing it because i just think this is a cool endeavor if people like it awesome but if not i wanted to do it and see what that was I like i think people with his amount of money should be comfortable taking left turns oh he yeah has. teddy what's his net worth what's he worth what did you guys think it was 30 i i said 30 and you said more it looks like it it varies, but I've seen anywhere from twenty five to thirty million. Okay. Oh wow. I did I mean, see we were right on. Yeah. Well one of us was. Well did, of, what did I say? I didn't you I said say I that? think it's way more than that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I said. But I respect the hell out of him. Yeah. Well, I, I I tend to think if you and I were to like hit the lotto or make that type of money, right? Where suddenly you just have twenty million dollars sitting in the bank. You would definitely hear us probably still making something like this. Would it, we? I think we'd do something. I'm not saying I'm not saying it'd be sports though. I'm saying we might go and like do a show and goof around 
But it would not be regular. It would just be like whenever we felt like it. See, but the difference is you and I don't have any actual talent. Well, true enough, right. Like We would just go sit and talk again, which is what we do anyway. I actually like that type of music. I would like to have a full orchestra behind me while I sing Frank Sinatra. Oh, I see what you're saying. No one wants to hear me do that, and I can't do that. But if you had the money to do it, why would you care, right? You could just pay these people and be like, I want to do this because I want to see what that's like to to do. But to your point, he's actually good at it. He's crazy. He has a good voice. Yeah, it's almost like, I've, I've said this for years, I don't think, people truly appreciate it enough like the amount of talent that the average big time rock band that rolls through your town or, or any band for that matter but like the amount of talent that a that a person who knows how to play their instrument at a at a masterful level where they have played for years and they have acquired those those abilities that is something right then you find that a lot of these bands that come through you know guys like mark tremani are in some of these huge bands he knows how to probably play every instrument that they have in that band not maybe as well as he plays guitar but he can as you know he can sing right like this guy probably knows how to play all those instruments it's it's incredible yeah not everybody's like that but you know no, but there are more than you think like when you get to that mccartney's like that mccartney well right plays the but, drums he plays the bass he plays the guitar he plays the piano he plays everything yeah well like i was i was listening to uh bishop and friends they were talking about how a guy jumped up on stage with was it I think it was Pearl Jam recently. Yes, it was Pearl Jam. It was a high school kid. They they said their drummer got COVID, he couldn't play, and they didn't want to cancel the show. And they said, Can anybody fill in? And this high schooler was like, I can do it. And they were they were kind of wondering, well, wait a second. If the if a high school kid can come up and play all your songs, does that make your songs like does that mean you're not that good of a drummer? No. How do how do you think people learn how to play instruments? Yeah. They listen they, to music they, they, they like music they like and they, learn how to play they it. They emulate it. But what I'm saying is there are probably, I'm not going to say like there's millions of people that could do that, but there's probably tens of thousands of drummers who, if they were given a week to learn Pearl Jam's set list and said, go, go practice this for a week. You know how to play the drums already. Maybe not Lars. No, not him. Lars, he's not, well, he's not Lars a real drummer. Do That's never is. Just forget you mentioned that. Anyway, but like a real drummer could sit there for a week and listen to Pearl Jam, even if they never heard Pearl Jam and probably get it good enough to go do the concert the next week. Yeah. But that does that is different than being able to come up with the songs that have made Pearl Jam Pearl Jam, right? Like that's the value is and that's what this Mark Tremonti, he's also helped do that, right? Where they put together songs that people have liked and he's talented to go switch and do other things. It's incredible watching Talented musicians do stuff like that. It blows my mind. Some drama for the Bengals. Bengal safety Jesse Bates has not shown up for the voluntary offseason workouts and they they put the tag on him. He has not signed his one-year $12.91 million franchise tender. And the reports is he will not sign it. Mm. He will not show up at camp without a long-term deal. That is a little bit concerning for the Bengals. I'm wondering if they will hold firm on that. Or- well, I guess the good news is it is May 17th. They have until July 15th to work this out. But obviously, he played a big role on this team last year. You value him. You want him to be around. I think they'll work out a long-term deal. But I think it would it is going to take a threat like this from him to actually get it done. Yeah, probably so. I, I do think that it's got to be a weird place to be where you want to go back and probably help this team win a championship. And, and he knows that that's a real possibility. 
but he also knows he's got a value in this league. And if he doesn't get the value that he's worth, I understand wanting to get paid what you're what you're worth because you don't know what's going to happen this year, right? You don't know if you're going to get out there, have a bad year, or get hurt or something. There's, you need to get the money while you can, so I understand that perspective. You know how Mark Tremonti can uh, bump up that net worth? How's that? Creed reunion. <laughs> oh, go, yeah. out, go out on tour with Scott Stapp. I'll buy a ticket. I think I think a lot of people would buy a ticket just to see what's Scott Stapp like these days. He's good. Wow, he's good now. See what he's like out on tour is what Back I'm saying. Back on the horse. Good. I hope so. I'm telling you, man, every single time I'm cruising through the DirecTV guide and you and I see Creed on my you guide. You think it's going to be a concert for a, of Creed. For a split second, just a lightning flash, I get excited like, oh yeah, Creed. And there's like, oh, it's the boxing movie. Yeah. Crap. I know. It's it's disappointing. I wish there was like more live music on TV. I'd like to watch that. Uh, that's okay. We need ridiculousness on TV every hour. Can we get another Kardashian show, please? Yes. Game show coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. We're continuing to look at a crash closure on the exit ramp from southbound 270 to I-70 on the east side. Traffic is backed up all the way to Hamilton Avenue. Just go ahead and take Hamilton Avenue southbound to get around that traffic jam. And you have an accident on the exit ramp from northbound 270 to Highway 161 eastbound. It's causing slow traffic all the way back to Easton Way. So go ahead and avoid that if you can as well. This report is sponsored by Kelly Blue Book. Blue Book. <laughs> Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer is an official offer to buy your car, enter your vehicle ID info, answer some questions, then get a no-obligation offer to sell or trade it, then choose a dealer to purchase your car. Schedule a time and drive away with confidence for all of the it's kbb.com. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The dumb is strong with this show. You're listening to Man and Bone. All right, let me tell you what's coming up tonight. We got the Buckeye Show at 6. It is Triple H. Yeah. And Jeff Didoff. Oh, yeah. God bless Triple H. <laughs> Two big hours. And then it's inside the crew at 8 o'clock uh-huh. tonight. And then I want to say we have NBA after that. Yeah, NBA, you've got uh, playoffs. It's pretty much every night now, the rest of the way, till they get through the conference finals. You've got... I don't know, two weeks straight, possibly. You could have a game every other, you know, every conference is going to flip-flop back each night. So there's one NBA game every night, and it's going to be one or the other every single time. So there you go. So what is it tonight? Who's playing? I think it's uh, Eastern Conference first. Celtics Heat. Yeah. Uh, We will have that at 9. I don't know what time it actually starts. If we're going to be jipping that game, joining it in progress. I'm thinking we're I think it starts at 8. So Okay. Uh, Game show time. All right, Mike. We're playing the calorie game today. I know it's a game I've played for many years. I've played. Of them. Yeah. We uh, 
This is, I'm going to give you two fast food, either meals or items or things like that. You got to tell me which one is more calories. Are we assuming drinks with this? No. Okay. No I'm, drinks. I, whatever I tell you is... So there will be combos where I might be like, uh, one of them is a sandwich and one of them is like a main dish All and right, a side but dish. No, but no drink. No drink unless I say. Okay. Unless I add that in. Got it. All right. All right. First up, two egg McMuffins and a hash brown or a moons over my hammy from Denny's. Which I'm going to call fast food because you can technically order it on an app and get it brought to your car. So let's. What just, is a moon? I'm not a Denny's guy. It's, what? it's like ham and eggs and cheese on a sandwich, like on a big piece of toast. Okay. So we're just doing the sandwich portion right, of that. I'm going to tell you that two egg McMuffins and a hash brown is 750 calories. Is that right? You are about spot on. Seven, <laughs> 760. 760, all right. Yeah. I'm just doing it in my head. I don't know what the moon's over my hammy is. I'm assuming it's going to be more than that. What do you think? You're going to yeah, say that's more? moon's over my hammy more. You are correct. 910 calories for a moon's over my hammy. Let them live. Mm-hmm. That's a big breakfast right there. Actually, if, if you want, uh, you know, you're trying to watch your calories, but you still want to have some breakfast. The Egg McMuffin is the best it's, thing you can get. It's 300 get. calories. 300 calories. Yeah. And a hash brown's a buck forty for what it's worth. 140 calories. I overshot it. I thought it was a buck fifty. Yeah, that's where you got it. Yeah. So it's it's just that's it. It's not too bad at all. Actually, I take it back. Egg McMuffin 310. 310. All right. But whatever. Same split the difference. Not that much. Next up, Taco Bell. You order three crunchy tacos and a chicken quesadilla. Does that have more calories or Two Arby's roast beefs and a small curly fry. Which one has more calories? Three crunchy tacos and a chicken quesadilla. I know you're not asking me for this, but now I'm just doing it in my head. I'm going to say the the crunchy tacos are 200 calories each. Not not exactly. And I'm going to say the chicken quesadilla is 600 calories. Not exactly. I'm, that's fine. I'm just not going to answer because it's hard to say for All sure. Right, what was the other one you said? Two Arby's roast beef and a small curly fry. Which one is more? I'm going to say the Taco Bell is more. Ooh, sorry. Oh, oh, oh. But you're close. Oh. Okay, the three crunchy tacos, 170 calories a piece. All right, well, okay. I said you're... 200. That's pretty damn good. Wait, what do you want me to give you the answers? What do you want here? No, I'm just I... I'm telling you. Chicken quesadilla is 510, so All not right. 600, but you were close. Two, these are the regular, the classic roast beef, not the doubles, not the big Montana, whatever they have. Two Arby's roast beefs, 360 a piece. Small curly fry, 410. Grand total is the Arby's, 1130 calories. Small fry, 410? Dude, are you curly, sure? Curly fries are uh, no Man. joke. No joke. Man, no kidding. Yeah. Taco Bell, 1,020 calories for that meal. Arby's, 1130. So right. Arby's is the higher one. All right, next up, Popeye's. Five-piece spicy tenders, Cajun fries, the small, and a biscuit. Is that more calories or Whopper with cheese and a large fry from Burger King? Which one's more calories? Whopper. No, it's the Popeyes. Mm. Five-piece tenders, 740 calories. Cajun fries, small, 270. Biscuit, 210 calories for the biscuit. Let it live. It's delicious. Buttery and wonderful. Whopper with cheese, 740 calories. Large fry from Taco, or uh, from Taco Bell, from Burger King, 430 calories. Popeye's 1220, Burger King 1170. So the large fry from Burger King is essentially the same calories as the small curly fry from Arby's. You are now learning how to play the game that I have played 
at drive-thrus often on my way home going, which one? Ah, that's too much. I'm going to go somewhere else. Uh, next up, KFC three-piece meal, which is, I'm going to say two drumsticks here and a thigh. Okay. Uh, biscuit and mashed potatoes and gravy. All that from KFC. Or a large Jamocha shake from Arby's. Which one I know, has more calories? I know calories? those Jamocha shakes are ridiculous, but I'm still going to say the KFC has more calories. I hate to tell you Come this. on now. Who the hell would drink calories when you could eat fried chicken? Okay. I don't think most people know, right? I got these from Arby's website and from KFC's website. So if you have disagreements with this, take it up with their Man, own I don't websites. I have disagreements. I'm just shocked that no, anybody... you. Would... I'm saying just... If anybody's wondering where did I get all this stuff, I went to their websites and got it. Okay. KFC, three-piece, two drumsticks and a thigh. That's 540 calories. A biscuit's only 110 compared to the Popeye's one, which is 100 more. Mashed potatoes and gravy, 130. Grand total, 780 calories. One large Jamocha shake from Arby's, which I have had these. I love them. They are almost worth the calories, but not quite. 950 calories. Wow, let them live. Now, you would get a drink probably with that KFC meal. If you didn't get a diet, you know, it puts it over. But I didn't put the drink in. So there you go. Next up, Taco Bell beefy five-layer burrito or and chips and cheese, the nacho chips and cheese, the little single serve. Or Chili's half a rack of baby back ribs with only a dry rub. And it's just the ribs. Is I, you know what? The, I'm going to say the, and the ribs are more calories. You are correct. It is 780 calories for the baby back ribs with a dry rub. A five-layer burrito and chips and cheese is 700 calories. Well, listen to what I'm saying to you and understand what I'm saying to you. Taco Bell burritos are actually sneaky healthier than you think. See, you're t- this is you're going to go to my doctor and say that he's going to be like, I'm, just, I'm just saying you can yes. make a lot worse choices than Taco Bell burrito as long as you just have one of them. Yeah, like a bean burrito, that's downright healthy. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's a lot of you get some protein in there. Yeah. All right, next up, Arby's two classic beef and cheddars, which I know you love. I do. Or a Big Mac and large fries from McDonald's. Which one has more calories? Um, two beef and cheddars. No. The McDonald's Big Mac, 550 calories, large fry, 490, grand total, 1040 on the calories. Two Arby's classic roast beef, or the beef and cheddars. They're 450 calories a piece, so 900 calories for that. That's healthy. Yeah. Right. Uh, how much time do we have? One more? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, let's do this. McDonald's filet of fish oh, and a large. A I know fish. you love a filet of fish. Love a filet. Filet of fish and a large fry, or one of my favorite meals, Burger King original chicken sandwich and small fry. Which one has more calories? The filet of fish and a large fry, original chicken sandwich, the long skinny one, and a small fry from Burger King. Uh, I'll say the original chicken sandwich has more. You are correct. Now, if you don't, what I do is I don't get it with the mayo. That knocks it down significantly. Oh, but if you get it oh. full tang, Burger King, it's 980 calories for a chicken sandwich and small fries. The filet of fish, 380 calories. But see, I, I never had a, one filet of fish, though. That's right. I always double up on the filet. Right. But a large uh, a filet of fish and a large fry is 870 calories. So now you know. You know what bugs me about the filet of fish? What's that? They only give you half a piece of cheese. I don't know why that give is. Give me but a full yeah. piece of cheese. Put it on there. You think they tested it? And it's like, no. A full cheese, too much cheese. It might be because of this. Where they're like, you know, 
we can make the calories seem lower and it seems air quotes air 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 quotes healthy yeah <laughs> they're real concerned with that at mcdonald's <laughs> thank you bone you're welcome back page coming up common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic from the meister's bar and pizza traffic center We've been looking at this for most of the afternoon. You have a crash closure on the exit ramp from southbound 270 to I-70 on the east side, and it's causing stop-and-go traffic now all the way back from 670. Go ahead and avoid that by taking Hamilton Road southbound, and that way you can avoid that traffic jam. You also have a crash on the exit ramp from northbound 270 to 161 eastbound, also on the east side. This report is sponsored by News Nation. Want the news without the noise? Then catch Dan Abrams and Ashley Banfield back to back weeknights starting at 8, 9 central on the fastest growing cable ne- news network in America. News Nation. Go to newsnationnow.com slash join us to find your television provider. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. It'll be Tito and Triple H today. Timmy Hall is off playing golf. Two big hours tonight. Then it's inside the crew at 8 o'clock. I just saw this from USA Today. All right. Deshaun Watson admitted during a pretrial deposition last week that one of his disputed encounters with a massage therapist ended with the woman crying, followed by an apology sent to her by text message from Watson, according to the woman's attorney. Hmm. This verifies a portion of the woman's claims against him and raises the question of what caused her to cry during their encounter. Um. I mean, here's the text that he sent apologizing afterwards. Right. Sorry about you feeling uncomfortable. Oh, never were the intentions. LMK, let me know if you want to work in the future. My apologies. Right. So I'm guessing that his lawyers are saying, how is my client supposed to know what's going to make every person on the planet uncomfortable? Uh, That's the only defense I can think of because... The whole kind of concern here is that this guy didn't just have one weird interaction with someone where maybe he thought more was about to happen. It wasn't. It got awkward. That person said, whoa, hey, I'm not about that. And he goes, oh, geez, I'm so sorry. And then that was it. And you like the problem is there are 20 of such claims where it seems like he would seek out and find people who were interested in giving him a massage and then he would seek out more than the massage. And that's why you now have 20 of these claims, right? I mean, is that not the entire argument we're having? Yet somehow this will get explained away too, I'm guessing, well, right? Here's, there's part of the testimony that uh, that's shared here. So Tony Busby, who is the attorney for the woman, asked Watson, but do you know why you sent the text apology afterwards? And he replied, yes, because she was teary-eyed. And I was trying to figure out what was going on. 
So I assumed that she was uncomfortable in whatever reason. And we just talked about working in the future. And so I said, we can work in the future, just let me know. And then I sent my apologies as whatever reason she was teary-eyed for. So he says, I don't know why she was teary-eyed. I just you know, knew she was upset, so I was apologizing. But it's not like I did anything to make her teary-eyed. Clearly, he knows well, <laughs> what the issue is here. Yeah. Look, I've been to a lot of appointments in my life, and I have a bad back, and I've had chiropractors that essentially just give you deep tissue massages, which is what Deshaun Watson has yeah, yeah, yeah. here. And I have never, I've never left anyone in tears. Well, that's, you know, what, that's, that's never what happened I, to I me don't, before. Again, I don't understand how we're going to say it's really tough to figure out what this woman was crying about. I know that's a court of law. You have to be able to prove things, right? But if someone was at Which, a... Well, yeah, all right. I know, but I'm saying, like, let's take this whole massage thing out of it for a second. Let's switch it to another issue. If someone said, uh, I work at a bank, <laughs> a man came in waving a gun around and threatening to rob the bank. He didn't end up robbing the bank, but I felt threatened and ended up crying. And then that's what this is all about. And that man said, well, I did go to the bank. And I mean, I was there and I saw this person and I saw them crying. I'm not sure why they were crying. And then I left. And then I sent them a text message apologizing, saying, I don't know why you were crying. I'm sorry. Like, we don't have a surveillance video that shows exactly what happened between the two of them. But it seems kind of interesting that this is all apparently out there in the trial. And we're still not sure what happened in this situation. Well, the NFL is scheduled to meet with Deshaun Watson this week. Well, they I already don't... apparently are. They've, it was yesterday and they're meeting oh, okay. today right. still. So we're according to Mary Kay Cabot, she tweeted out that that started yesterday. It's still gone ongoing today. And I don't know if this is still the discovery phase for the NFL or if they've come to some sort of conclusion and they're working out a punishment or they've informed him of what they're working on. But stay tuned for all that. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, some bad news if you have wanted to go to Great Britain to get some fish and chips. Chips. Uh, apparently, the UK's fish and chip shops are under severe strain as the price of key ingredients, including cod and cooking oil, have soared. Oh, no. This is partially due to the, sadly, the Russian assault on the Ukraine, or on Ukraine, rather, as uh, many of the 10,000 fish and chip restaurants in England struggle with these costs, they are saying, or at least Andrew Cook, the president of the National Federation of Fish Fryers in England, is saying that this is the worst crisis he's ever seen as far as the prices go for the fish and chip shops. He estimates that by nine months from now, they could close up to 10,000 of these shops, and that would be quite a significant amount of them. I'm not sure of the exact percentage of how many would be left after well, that's that. that's a but, lot. Right. I mean, obviously, the much bigger story here is Russia, war against Ukraine, still ongoing. Russia's still bad. That's all bad. I love a fried fish, This man. is the other, like, there's some other things happening because of that that are hitting in other ways for people in London. Every so. time you talk about fish and chips or I see a fish and chip chop on a TV show, I have to go get it, like, the next day. So oh, tomorrow, yeah. I will be eating fish and chips. Sounds delicious. Somewhere. I may join you. Mm. Only if you can fit in the booth. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> That's why I'm losing weight. Why do you think? So I can go there and gain uh, it all back. Hey, uh, Buckeye Show's next. We'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Look out for a crash closure on the exit ramp from southbound 270 to I-70 on the east side. And you have a crash on the exit ramp from northbound 270 to 161 eastbound on the east side. So go ahead and take Hamilton Avenue southbound if you want to avoid that traffic jam. And you can also take Hamilton Avenue northbound if you want to enjoy, uh, avoid the traffic jam heading northbound as well. This report is sponsored by Ace Hardware, West Jefferson, now hiring. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming... I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. A Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1 800 Cooling when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I too would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now. Yeah. For almost 20 years. It's called amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills. Like, my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe. I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man. Everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, you're, I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No. You I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just... Stop What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, Is there that are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just <laughs> saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have, like, shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. Then I have to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing that's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like oh he's 
going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it, even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down. Then is it okay where it is now? Because well, I just fine wanna, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. Like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy. Good. Right I don't. <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something.